This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bahumia, everyone. Bahumia. Specifically, <laughs> the actual finale of Hot Boy Summer. One final heat wave, a badger summer, if you will, to round out our September. I am, of course, your dungeon docent, Emily Axford, joined as always by what, according to Infinity, is actually only three incredibly hot boys. How dare you? Unclear what? who made the list. Clear it up. Clarify. Possible candidates include my husband, Brian Murphy. The beer brewing, crossbow shooting, clone slayer, boogerfish filet,er the yarl of saving Carl with a belly full of jelly. Here for my boys, all maces, no toys, so ready to attack. It's absurd. My name is Mac, son of Mumford. Wow. Whoa. Wow. That was like Eminem. Nice. Cool. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, definitely do Caldwell or Zach next, please. You know what? Everyone roll initiative to see who has to follow that. <laughs> I got a 10. I was going for like a Dusty Rhodes type thing. I got a nine. Do we get to add our initiative or our dexterity? <laughs> no, all raw. Uh, four. Four, Caldwell, you're next. Tosser of bees and eater of po'boys who entered the sea and discovered a clone ploy. And now he's going to free his bro. Ahoy. <laughs> Shit, I don't want to follow that one either. <laughs> and of course, you know what? Whenever Jake says he doesn't want to follow it, that means it's time for Jake Hurwitz. <laughs> Renifer is bad, so we're going to stomp her, and I mean business, because I'm in a romper. Very good. <laughs> Whoa. That's really good. And finally, of course, rounding it all out is the boy who launched all these boys, Zach Oyama. Mavericks, the unschooled. Uh, the guy who's cool and doesn't drool. No, I'm kidding. Uh- <laughs> 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 Mavris the Unschooled, finally standing in a geodesic dome, ready to take his boy Carl home and party in some ocean foam after winning a boot that's shiny as chrome and go on more adventures abroad, possibly Rome? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. Strong yeah, British. You know, crossing over into our world. Dude, I would love to go to Rome. That would be super <laughs> rad to do like a semester abroad when we're all at school. <laughs> we you could, could definitely a do a short arc where you guys study abroad in the Rome that we know of in yeah, Earth. Just real <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like actual classes. No you magic. plane shift to Rome. Uh, great. So now let's do a little recap. Last session, you stared down your opponents, five merfolk and a vampire squid. Before you fought, however, you snuck back into the kelp forest for a short rest where you rolled well on an encounter check and found a bag of potions. Mavris immediately insisted that the bag was his, failed a deception check, but crit on a performance check, and the spirit of the kelp forest deemed the bag was his on a spiritual level. Thief! It was mine. <laughs> you then hatched a plan. Tread went invisible, narrowly evaded the angler fish's fairy fire, reached the vampire squid, and successfully cast bestow curse on it. Then Hungry Dave and Mac appeared, shouting about how the kelp forest ate their friends. Mavris started throwing <laughs> meteors, and everyone's scuba suit got real fucked up. Mm. Mavris cast a clutch suggestion on the vampire squid. Hungry Dave became Finbook friends with a beefy merfolk, and Tread was knocked unconscious, and his scuba suit was finally destroyed. So helpful I was. Mavers then administered the greater healing potion that Tread had snuck into his bag in the kelp forest to Tread, then thunderstepped everyone to the airlock. And you entered the glass house, a clean looking laboratory magically conjured containing a hundred unseen servants. In the waiting room, you found a scared infinity who gave you the scoop. The Order of the Gemini is a secret group of the wealthiest high elves who, having their sense of security shaken by the war with Osmodius, put their money into discovering immortality. You were all surprisingly diplomatic with infinity who revealed her name to be very plainly Tiffany with an I instead of a Y. Gross. <laughs> and I flipped my world upside down. <laughs> she gave you a wand of healing and agreed to wait for you at the dock that the diving bell leads to. You then discovered a room where rare spell components were cultivated, ate some arcane berries, and you found autopsy tables full of bodies covered with soul-sucking leeches. You found the missing paddle puppy unconscious but fortuitously untouched by leeches and hatched an amazing plan using Infinity's persuasive burner phone and all the unseen servants to shuttle the bodies to the dock. And finally, you entered the main room, a geodesic dome filled with glass containers of high elf clones. In the center of the room, levitating and fucked up, was Carl. A woman controlling his body taunted you by speaking through his body, then dropped it into the largest basin in the fountain and revealed herself. Renifer High Pearl, the architect behind the whole operation. And... That's where you are now, Renifer in her tight bun, her tight peplum, with this arcane slug slithering dutifully behind her, and Carl's body having just plunged into this fountain, displacing the water so that it's now trickling out over the sides of the basin. However, seeing Carl, even in that state, triggers in all of you one last memory, this time a shared one. Not of your first night in Salty Peaks, however, one from four years ago. 
in a high school back in the party plane <gasps> when the four <gasps> of you and Carl met for the very first time. The trickle of the fountain transitions into a bit of creamer being poured into a steamy mug and Mr. Gilfoyle, a six-foot-tall tiefling who teaches devil sticks and hacky sacks <laughs> at the party plane high, stands at the front of the room. On the chalkboard is written, detention with, and I mean it, in parentheses, <laughs> He's holding a clipboard in his hands while his prehensile tail stirs the coffee behind him. Okay, everybody, I am taking over detention duties for Mr. Patella, who is out on paternity leave. You all know why you're here, but I'm going to read the hall monitor statement of what happened. Please feel free to interrupt with any details I may have missed, as this is the party plane and rudeness is encouraged. Now, according to this little tattletale, he gestures to the hall monitor, who you see is now also in detention with you for tattling. <laughs> I, I point to the I, I point to the tattletale, then I point to me, then I do the slit throat motion, then I point to him, then I point to a locker, and then I give a thumbs down. A little spectacled kiss up <laughs> looks terrified of you. <laughs> According to this little tattletale, a student named Davinaxius threw a frisbee in a crowded hall and hit another student named Mac, son of Mumford, who then proceeded to shout, whose frisbee is this? At which point, a third student, Mavris Bombera, claimed for no apparent reason it was his. <laughs> It is, is this mine. all sounding it's correct? Frisbee, dude. dude, fuck you. Why'd you throw a frisbee you. at me, dude? That's my disc. I've got so no problem I'm, with I, you. I'm I've sorry. only got a problem with the dude whose frisbee it is, which is now, this dude. Again, I am sorry. Uh, just give me my frisbee back and let me go home. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. This caused Mac, son of Mumford, to rip the only strap of Mavris's single-strapped Jansport <laughs> backpack. The student, Mavris, then retaliated by lighting the frisbee on fire, at which point the first student, Davinaxius, tried to put it out by throwing another frisbee at it. <laughs> The second frisbee also caught fire, ricocheted and ignited a book of lyrics belonging to a fourth student, Tread Nevers. Yeah, and I didn't memorize those, okay? I'm not getting those back. <laughs> just give well, me my melted frisbees and let me get out of here. They're not your frisbees. Just let oh me, just God. give me five minutes with this dude. Just give me five minutes with this Quit dude. Quit pointing at everything. You five minutes I'm pointing at you, I'm dude. done with him. It's not your frisbee, dude. It's his frisbee. Or ten minutes total, okay, I, I need five two. minutes first. You burned my IP. You burned intellectual <laughs> property, dude. Tread then. Who even are you? <laughs> I'm still reading. The student Tread then wept loudly and played a chord on his guitar that, that caused significant property amount. damage. What my ensued? ears are kind of messed up from that crying. <laughs> the crying it was probably the epic power chord. The crying wasn't loud; it was yeah. average. You broke According a bunch of the to the hall monitor's asshole. notes, it was the crying. 
The crime did put out the frisbees, though, so that's the good. The hall monitor does remark that the student tread cried at such a high pitch that mm, all the dogs yeah. in the area evacuated the premise. Let's move on. Let's get past this. Dude, you made my freaking okay. dog run away. <laughs> Why'd you bring your dog to school? What ensued was absolute chaos. A couple other students joined in for the heck of it, and an all-out fracas erupted with several classes letting out early so that the students could participate. Have I gotten anything wrong so far? So much. There's a couple things I had problems with, but we can, uh, maybe I could sidebar with you. Yeah, you said that this dude, you said that this dude, I point to Hungry Dave, was the frisbee thrower when clearly it was this dude, and I point to Mavis. You don't fucking know anything, man. You're so stupid. Dude, that wow. I, I don't have a problem guy? with you. I don't have a problem with you. He said he had beer in his locker. What? Dude. I'm actually glad that you mentioned that. Now, all of this is pretty standard party plane behavior and would not normally warrant detention. However, during the row, a bottle of beer slipped out of someone's bag. Being as it is a school full of underage youths, this is a no-no. Dustly, you are all detained until the owner of the beer comes forward. And he holds out a bottle of <laughs> Mumford and Children beer. Okay, well, this wow. is clearly that dude that put to tread. <laughs> what? No. You brought the beer, dude. You're drunk. That's why you're so emotional. I'm not even. No, I like fucking seltzer or hard seltzer or not. No regular seltzer. He drinks actually. alcohol. I don't it, drink dude. alcohol. It. I would never. Sure, you admit it. As you all argue, uh, you hear from the back of the room someone says, Hey, teacher. Um, don't worry about them. It's actually mine. And you look back and you see a tiefling hair tussled from this rough housing fracas with a protein shake and a travel cup. And he just <laughs> smiles at the four of you. It's cool. I was going to stay after to lift in the weight room, but I can just do it here. This one's on me. And he just starts kind of doing a bicep curl. Dude, you're so solid. That's so fucking I've solid, never man. Seen That's a really such a solid. solid Can I be real with you for a second? That was super fun out there, right? We were like all fighting. The fracas, yeah. yeah. Was a, the fracas rocked. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. it was a good fracas. It feels good to cry sometimes, just to like <laughs> cathartic, like get it all out. Yeah, I'm happy I did it. Yeah, and honestly, like that song was was pretty good. Kind of, it kind of ripped. Really? Yeah. I kind of liked adding a little pyrotechnics to my act, to be honest with you. Yeah, I can do that like from my mouth as well. What? That's so sick. I'm sorry. I It felt really fun to just absolutely send it with your Frisbee, and I'm sorry that I melted two of them. <laughs> it's okay. I have a lot. It's kind of interesting because like talking to you guys, I feel insecure about saying my true emotions but i feel like if i were to pull one or two of you aside and kind of talk to you on the side as it were that that might actually be cool and helpful can well, you whisper that to just me later <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> amazing and with that little memory tucked in the back of your brains you return to a glass lab in the bottom of the ocean where this solid friend's life is at stake. Before you roll initiative, however, everyone give me an arcana investigation, nature or insight check, because this is a wizard's lair and they are 
It's one who is expecting you. So it is full of shenanigans, wizard bullshit. I'm going to give you one roll to try to get an idea of what's at play. I'll take nature. I have a high nature score. Cool. I got arcana. Um, I can do a insight. I have a plus four to insight. Okay, I'll do perception in that case. Mac holds his hands out and looks around in slow motion, seeing all the... This is the Matrix, right? There are, like, orbs of clones. Yeah, you're looking at, like, pods full of what looks like amniotic fluid. And yes, wow. all of these high elf clones are hairless as Keanu in the Matrix. <laughs> it's fucking real, guys. My God, it's fucking real. This is, like, the first one, which means this is... It's good. <laughs> Wachowskis are prophets. I didn't do great. I got an 11. Okay. Mac got 11 on perception. What did everyone else get? I got a 20 on nature, not nat. 20 on nature. It's a 14 on arcana. Ooh. I got an 11 insight. Okay. Mavis is distracted by all that goo. Yeah, we're just mumbling about it being the Matrix for real. (laughs) Like, are we really in the Matrix? So so cool. (laughs) It's real. We've taken the red pill, but not in the fucked up weird way. (laughs) Okay, first off, I'll start off with everything telling you all what you all know, no matter what. This is a circular dome. It's got about a 30 foot radius. Renifer's at one end. You're at the exact opposite end at the entrance. There's a fountain in the center. You're about 30 feet from the fountain. She's, you know, direct opposite of you about 20 feet from the fountain. So you're about 50 feet away from her. The fountain's in the center. There are four paths leading from the fountain to the edges almost at like three six nine twelve on a clock and the dome itself is about 40 to 50 feet high with like vines crawling up the wall so we'll start with maverick's 11 insight maverick with your 11 insight the renifer that you're looking at about 50 feet away almost seems a little too calm Hmm. and i think with an 11 insight that's what you get with a 14 perception mac You look into this basin that Carl was just dropped into, and you see something moving in there. Oh, Oh, no. You also see, Mac, with just with that perception, you see that there's some things on the floor. You know, like, it's kind of like a tiled floor, this, like, pathway that almost forms, like, a cross with the fountain at the center. You see some glyphs that look as if they're not a pattern in the tile, but rather have been drawn on. Okay, everybody watch for glyphs. Last time I touched a glyph, a turtle almost died. So just be aware. I slipped on a glyph. That was definitely (laughs) your fault and not mine. (laughs) (laughs) With Tread's 14 Arcana, Mac points out these glyphs, and you know that these glyphs are spells. They're the spell Glyph of Warding, which is a way to capture a spell and have a certain condition trigger it. You can't read them because it's in an arcane language that you wouldn't know. However, if you, you know, did little arcana checks, you could try to get a sense for what some of these mean. That's what you see about these glyphs. You also see a construct in the corner. It's maybe about halfway up the wall, sort of... It looks as though it's someone tried to protect it with vines. It's this icy, moldy, slimy construct that's shaped just like Renifer. It is, however, kind of slumped over and looking spent. Okay. Dave, 
With your dirty 20 nature, you notice two things. You notice there is a little dot on Renifer's collarbone. It looks almost like a freckle, but it is pronounced enough to know that it's not. It's a small tick. Specifically, it's a tick that war mages use. It's a way to get extra spells when they're depleted, but not without some danger. It's likely the little creature that she broke out of the insectarium. You also notice one more thing. The movement that Mac pointed out in the fountain, it's a shark. Oh. In fact, you look at it and you see that this basin, it looks like this goes deeper than the floor and is a shark tank. Okay. Um, (laughs) So Carl fell into the deepest basin. So you saw Carl's body plunge in and water splash out. Okay. Now... Everybody, roll initiative. Fuck! Oh, ho, ho. God damn you, motherfucker. Five. Twelve. I got a six. Good God, guys. Uh oh. Thirteen. Okay. (laughs) Maverick's leading the pack. A little better than average. Dave tries to do the bullet dodge, like from Max Payne, uh, and falls on his ass. <laughs> from Max Payne? From Max Of all Payne. of the references, you've decided suddenly to switch to Max Payne. Clearly, the Matrix is the source of bullet time, but I would say that Max Payne elevated it to a common terminology. We're going to have a bigger talk about this later, Dave. <laughs> Since you all rolled poorly, none of you are going to act first, but there was a failsafe in case she rolled poorly that now is kind of a waste. So the first thing that happens is 30 feet away from you to the left of the fountain coming out of invisibility is the actual Renifer. She used a spell called Mislead to create an illusory double of herself that if you went first, you would have attacked, but unfortunately, she has to dispel it to attack you, so her illusory double poofs out of existence, and the real Renifer raises a gnarly-looking staff over her head, looking, honestly, a little annoyed to have wasted such a fancy spell. You know, maybe I prepared for a more elite opponent than the party plane had resources to send. Hungry no. Dave clearly has a Charlie horse right now. <laughs> oh, we're super elite. We just outsmarted you. You've played your hand. The oh. strategy is keep it simple, stupid. The kiss strategy. You've heard yeah. that before, right? <laughs> stupid. Can somebody see this Charlie horse? It looks real bad. Is is it knotted? It feels knotted. Dave? <laughs> Shh. Uh, cool. Figure good time um, to talk about all this illusion stuff. Are you the druid lady? Not that we're confused. We are elite, as we have established. <laughs> we're not confused. Yeah. We're but not we confused. Know. We already we know. Do we get your cottage? Yeah, we just <laughs> want to know. The lady, as the merfolk insist on calling her, was my cousin Enid. She's the one who came up with this whole cloning idea based off of some 
jellyfish or something. Unfortunately, we really butted heads because she thought this was all going to be, you know, for the common good. And why are we selling this? And blah 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 blah. Sounds like good points to yeah. make. You're talking about her, like pretty reasonable. The person with the good ideas is in the past tense. You seem like a bad well, person. Well, she is in the past tense because you see. <laughs> what about the present tense? Is she here? Yeah, where is she at though? Cause... Yeah, can we talk to her? I'd say she's here in spirit, but she's more here in body. She waves her hand over her face. It flickers for a moment to look like the woman that you saw in the brochure, Enid, the lady. Making clones is a high level spell. It requires a high level component. A body. I guess you could say I was the first client and she was the first spell component. This all checks out. Yeah, yeah. This seems you cool. Totally, I, I, you, uh, you seem I mean, like her neck real... is much thicker than yours, though. <laughs> <laughs> Maverick's minor illusions is neck. <laughs> you don't have to do that, man. <laughs> I didn't do anything. It's okay. It's, it's okay to have a really skinny neck. We're talking about something else. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess all of this is to say that if, you know, this battle works out like how I assume it will, maybe all of your bodies can become spell components too. And as she says this, she raises her staff overhead, swirls it around with a martial prowess, and casts sickening radiance on all of you. Everyone no. give me a constitution save. Oh. Ow. Oh. My minor illusion. And we can use the uh, my new sing-along song to uh, give everyone bardic. Ooh. Oh, that's Ooh. a good call. All right, everybody, improvised emo song. Let's go for it. <laughs> I don't oh, want to be sick. I don't want to be sick inside. I just don't want to puke. I want to help Carl because he's going to get I want to help Carl, too. I got a dirty 20. I got a 14. I got a 29. Here's a question. Am I allowed to use that? Inspiration? Does that count on me too? Hmm. The spirit of a sing-along is everyone singing along, so it'd be fucked up to have a sing-along that one person couldn't benefit from. True. So yeah, I'm gonna Mm. say you can use the bardic. Yeah! That's a dirty 20 then. Okay, only Mavris failed. Oh, Oh, no. Wow, the power (laughs) of friendship and song. Oh wait, Mavris is dead. (laughs) Oh God. Shit, I guess we were the hop on frares all along. (laughs) No, impossible. (laughs) So actually, this will happen on your turns, but I will let you use those constitution saves. So basically, as she casts this spell, coming out of invisibility, her illusory duplicate poofs out of existence, a sickening green radiance surrounds all of you. And anyone who failed their constitution save will now take damage on their turn. And every turn that you spend in this radius, you will take more damage. Yo, Mavris, did you beef, man? Dude, <laughs> the green smoke is surrounding you, dude. Mavris gets very still and tries to like <laughs> figure out the best way to uh, let everyone know that he did not beef, in fact. <laughs> He's being quiet. He's, He's holding anything. in another beef. That's not true. <laughs> As you try to hold in another beef, she is going to use her telekinetic shove on one of you, trying to shove you into the shark tank. 
Well, isn't it like 30 feet away? Or is the telekinetic shove, can she shove us 30 feet? Her telekinetic shove has a range of 30 feet and she can shove you five times whatever I roll on a D6. Oh, okay. Mercy. Everyone give me a luck check right now to see who she tries to shove. <laughs> Ooh, nat 20, baby. I'm not getting shoved. <laughs> I got a nat 22. Whoa. What? Wow. <laughs> Guys, this is so wild. I got a 12. Whoa, did it <laughs> <a> 12? <laughs> That's cool. What did you get, Mavris? I got a seven. Oh. Oh, no. Mavris is getting shoved. Give me a strength saving throw. Well, does that mean you'll get out of the uh, the zone of the beef? <laughs> the beef zone, Ah, that's dude. true. Whoa. I told you I didn't out. beef. <laughs> uh, strength saving throw is eight. Oh, dude. I'm rolling like garbage. Oh, she rolled a six. Do you no. want me to show it to you with the webcam? We believe you. Wow. You don't we have believe to. the six. So, Mavris, you actually get shoved out of the beef zone <laughs> and into the shark tank. Oh, Mavris is God. just screaming, what is happening to me? <laughs> From beef zone to shark tank. Mavris, fart on the shark. You could kill it. <laughs> I didn't beef. <laughs> And then at the very end of her round, she steps on a tile that you can't see, triggering a glyph, activating some spell. And the smoke of the triggered glyph rises, swirling around her as it does, presumably buffing her. And then that is Mavris's turn. Mavris, you are now going to start your turn in this fucking shark tank. By starting your turn here, you take 10 piercing damage as the hunter shark in the tank bites you. Gotcha. Emily, is the shark in water or is it more of that amniotic ooze in the in the basin? It's like an oozy water. Oh, goodness. Disgusting. <laughs> Give me the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, wait, so in this uh, shark tank, is Carl in here? When, as you breach the water, you see that Carl is not in there. It was an illusion. Oh! His fuck. entire body was a fucking programmed illusion. In fact, as you go into the water, his form appears back levitating in the air. And you see this was something called programmed illusion. Hmm. Okay. To try to lure you into the shark tank, but she got you in there herself. Okay. Mav, I, I see Carl's back up in the air. Did you save him? What's or, going no, on, guy, dude? Nothing is real. Him. Nothing no, is I real, guys. Him. This really is the Matrix. Should we Should we punch Tread? Is Tread? No, no, no. I didn't beef it. I saved Carl. <laughs> Follow the white rabbit, guys. The one thing that's real is that Mavris beefed. That's all we know. <laughs> Mavris is using his cloak of the manta ray, just going to... Uh, swim up as fast as he can and try to like <laughs> pop out of the water, not yes. like a dolphin, because fuck okay. dolphins. <laughs> give fuck me, dolphin. give me a strength check then. Strength check. Oh. oh, 19. You fucking pop right out. Amazing. Yeah. Nice. So this is actually this actually fucking worked out for Mavris because he was gonna get a level of exhaustion, take all that damage, just happened to roll poorly on his thing, gets shoved into a shark tank and magically fucking pull-ups out of there. He just beefed it and then fell in goo. <laughs> <laughs> he must have used his beef to propel himself out of the water. My God, dude. Holy shit, did the shark puke you up? <laughs> We're all on the same side and I'm feeling a lot of hostility from my boys. I'm just getting razzed a little hard right now. <laughs> Whoa, dude, sorry. No, I, it was just Bonfair behavior, but we'll cool it. 
<laughs> I think as Mavris pops out of the water, we see Carl floating right now. Yeah, but it's a programmed illusion. And in fact, Renifer just straight up dismisses it. The illusion of Carl's body disappears. And she says, you didn't think I was just going to give you your boy, did you? That he would just be that easy to retrieve? So Carl's not here at all, maybe. Is this a fucking, is, are we getting pranked? Are, yeah. is Carl, are you filming this? Infinity? Is Tread Carl? Are you filming this? Am I Carl? Who's Carl? Am I Carl? <laughs> You're Carl. Carl check. Everyone do a Carl Everyone check. Everyone do a Carl check. <laughs> um, I think, Mac, okay. not Carl. Dave, not Carl. I'm Tread, not Carl. I minor illusion Carl's face on my face. Oh my God. Oh wait, no, the next two skinny. It's Mavericks. Walk. <laughs> Epic though. I, I'm just gonna uh, use a, a fucking chaos bolt. Whoa! Which is not as maybe not as cool as it sounds. You hurl an undulating, warbling mass of chaotic energy at one character in range. Make a ranged spell attack against that target. On a hit, the target takes 2d8 plus 1d6 damage. Uh, and then you choose one of the d8s, and then the number on that determines what type of damage it is. So it's like acid okay. through thunder or all the types cool. of damage. So chaotic. Okay. Uh, My boy's gonna warble you. <laughs> I'm gonna fly out of that water and just uh, use a chaos <laughs> bolt on that fucking slug. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're going for the slug. Slug the slug. Slug in this clever. stupid slug. Uh, and so that's just an attack roll. Twenty-one hit. A twenty-one does hit. However, it's going to use its reaction to try to counterspell it. What? Oh. Mm. This reaction works like a counterspell, uh, except that the Arcanophage must always make a spell casting ability check, no matter what the spell level is. Its ability check for this is plus five. If it successfully counters the spell, the Arcanophage feeds. An eight plus five, yes, it does. It successfully counterspells oh. your chaos bolt. Oh. <laughs> okay, that slug ate your freaking bolt, dude. <laughs> It slurps it up, and it looks fucking healthier for it. Oh, you're feeding my baby. Whoa, hungry slug? Impossible. There could be only one. <laughs> I'll use a. Uh, I'll use one sorcery point to use a cantrip and firebolt it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> get that slug. You don't get to turn it around on me, dude. Kill that slug, dude. Slug the slug. I wonder if I could eat spells. I've never tried that before. <laughs> Don't try it now, dude. <laughs> but you can eat the slug. Does an 11 hit? It does not hit. Jesus. No, why Mavis. would it? Why would it? Mavis is going to just lie down on the ground. <laughs> say, Shit, everyone's being too hurt? mean to me. Mavis, like, comes out of this shark tank, like... You like jump out like water cascading down you like a manta ray taking flight to like shake parasites off of it. And then you throw two spells, one gets eaten and one misses. And then you just land on your back. I knew I should have used my bonus action to billow my cape. <laughs> Always go for the billow. And that is going to be the slug's turn. You see that this little slug, like his tentacles are a little more deflated. So it looks like he's here. He's almost like a domesticated animal, like wolves, how their little ears uh, domesticated become uh, limp. So he doesn't really have a tentacle attack. He's kind of just this arcane feeding creature. But he does have two little gray beads. 
Hey, give me your beads. I don't think we want them, Dave. I'm going to get those beads. <laughs> I'm put them on a bracelet. Friendship bracelets for all you guys. Dave, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> don't try to recover, Mavris. You did the embarrassing thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Dave's lower status than me right now, suddenly. <laughs> Dave, what are you talking about beads, dude? You're still lying down, Mavris. Now that I think about it, Dave was standing in front of Mavris. Maybe he beefed on Mavris. Whoa. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which is honestly epic behavior. Amazing job, Dave. That was awesome. I beefed. I beefed. <laughs> oh, dude, he admitted it. He admitted it. Oh my God. No, no, no. I beefed, and it was sick. <laughs> so he's going to, this little slug is going to move his speed to get to a glyph that you see near Renifer. Mm. Once he gets on the glyph, the pressure activates the glyph. The glyph erupts into sort of like a ashy smoke, and it misty steps him to right in front of Mac, Hungry Dave, and Tread. Whoa. He's going to bite into this little bead, clearly given to him by Renifer. <laughs> and Jealous, Kat, Dave. This is all just wizard <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> um, and is going to, with a 30-foot cone, a pulse wave of pressure comes at the three of you. Everyone give me a constitution save. <laughs> Oh Again. My God. Oh, there's a slug. What? No. Run. <laughs> God. Run. Wait, where's Carl? <laughs> oh, boy. Fuck. 22. Uh, nine. 17. Okay. Both Hungry Dave and Tread fail. You take 6d6 oh. force damage. What? It takes what? 28 force damage. Goodness. Oh. I'm down. <laughs> if it the slug fucking killed Tread. you at all. <laughs> this is clearly a bead of powerful magic given to it by Renifer. Um, <laughs> okay, Dave, we do want the beans. Yeah, you're fucking you right, dude. Don't eat it. Dave was right about everything. Dave, I'm so sorry. Everything's can I a use fucking my, illusion. I, Dave is right. Can I die with my hellish rebuke again? Absolutely. And then, Mac, you take uh, half of that. So Jesus. you take 14. It's all just lines of code. You can't trust anything. So Tread is now down? I'm down. Um, but I hellish rebuked that thing, right? Okay, yeah. Um, it does a dex save. Okay, it has a plus four to dex, but it only rolls a fucking three, slug. So that's a hey man, this is <laughs> a fucking a creature four. with stats. Dude, this thing's doing backflips. <laughs> so dexterous. <laughs> but it only rolled a seven, so it fails. Well, fuck yeah. <laughs> Didn't roll that great. <laughs> you hate us, but it must be jealousy. So I rebuke you, and I do it hellishly. That's <laughs> 11 damage to the slug. Ooh, okay. Tread, that was honestly bead worthy. This slug, like I said, it's almost <laughs> like a domesticated version. <laughs> so like a wolf in the wild is going to be a lot stronger than a, uh, you know, domesticated dog. So it actually, the 11 damage seems significant to this slug. You hurt right. that dog, Tread. Good job. <laughs> Although Tread does go It's on okay. <laughs> it's just lines of code. It's fine if we kill our pet. Every character I play hurts animals. How is that? Sidebar yeah. with everyone else. Pretty scared of Tread now. <laughs> Remember me as the guy that hurt their pet. 
on my way out. And that is Hungry Dave. Hungry Dave, you've got this slug in front of you that just got hellish rebuked. Um, it has one more little bead with it. You've got Renifer, who came out of invisibility. Her two illusions are dispelled. Uh, I look at her and say, Miss High Pearl, I'm very sorry about this, but I am going to have to kill your pet. <laughs> <laughs> kill her dog, brother. Unless you change the illusion to put on the Matrix in the background, because that would honestly be kind of sick. Do you have a projector in here? Matrix 1. We would also do Animatrix. That's, there's some oh, fun yeah, shorts that would be sick. on that. Yeah. I absolutely will not be doing any of this. <laughs> and also, this slug is not, this disgusting creature is not my pet. It's here because it feeds off of the arcane energy, and in a situation like this, it proves useful. I can see that you've written its name on the little bead. <laughs> Slippy. Yes, sl Slippy is fine. You're right. I have a small amount of sentimentality, and I did name this arcane monstrosity. This does not make what I have to do any easier. <laughs> okay, uh, 21 on the first hit. That hits. That is eight damage on the first attack. Okay. Does a 14 hit? 14 does hit. Yes. Great. Sorry, Slippy. There we go. Uh, and that's 11 damage to Slippy. Damage? Slippy had 11 hit points yes. left. Yes! Yes, <laughs> dude. We killed Renifer's pet. Frisbee the slug. <laughs> so just in close range, Hungry Dave chokes <laughs> two. <laughs> just Kung Lao's the slug's head off. <laughs> no matter what happens to us, we killed your best friend. Can I try and uh, steal the bead? Yeah, you can. Uh, you don't have to roll anything. It's a fucking dead body. You can oh, just nice. take this bead off of a dead body. Yeah, as you take the bead, Renifer looks angry. Oh, you think you can try to control my power? My spells? <laughs> I wink at her. Got your bead. <laughs> yeah, that is my that is my bead. Yeah, Dave's, and I'm Dave's gonna fucking now. Get it back. He's gonna my eat bead it now. <laughs> I put the bead on my puka shell. <laughs> um, and as a bonus action, I will second wind to try and get a little HP back. Okay, now that is Tread. Tread, give me a death save. Oh, of course. That is a four. No! That is a four. One fail. Mac, that is your turn. Um, I am going to, in that case, scoop Tread to get out of the beef area. Um, <laughs> and I saw the slug, like, misty step off this little glyph. Can I run towards the glyph with Tread? It's the glyph has been used, but yeah, you can run. You'll be really close to Renifer. Is she on like one side of the fountain? Yeah, she's on the left side, and then there's a right side. To I will it. run to the right side of the fountain uh, with tread using my movement. Okay. And then once uh, I get to the other side of the fountain, I will use the staff to cast cure wounds on tread. <sighs> a glyph that you ran past from the, from the beginning is triggered. It was a glyph that was laid to counterspell the first healing spell. Oh, <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Fuck your fucking glyphs. I'm a wizard. Why would I not put in a ton of fucking glyphs of warning? I'm just saying it really clashes with the room is all I'm saying. Yeah, this has yeah. nothing to do with the Matrix theme at all. You've got all, <laughs> all of these pods with people in goo, which is spot on. That's awesome. 
the matrix code is kind of like glyph, so I mean, maybe it does actually. Oh, that's super interesting. <laughs> Don't give her anything. Hungry Dave, oh, you do look at this and these glyphs, though you cannot understand them, there is something numerical. It almost looks like when people are looking at the matrix on a computer screen. Are they glowing green? They're glowing green. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> the aesthetic is tight. It's cohesive this, as hell. This glyph, this counterspell glyph is used up. You see that this glowing glyph evaporates into ashes. Um, then I will just hold tight onto Tread um, and uh, kneel behind the fountain and just cradle him in my arms. Come on, dude. <laughs> dude, you have to freaking wake up. The world needs to hear your songs. Oh, and that's back around to Renifer. Renifer's pretty mad at Hungry Day for fucking killing her animal that she pretended oh, not to care fuck, about. And for stealing her fucking spell pearl that she gave to someone else. So she is going to attack you. So Renifer is actually going to come at you. So it's 30 feet. Yeah, she has that movement. She's going to come at you and she's going to swing her staff at you. But as she does, you notice that there is some effect on her that is making her fucking buff. She looks powerful. It's likely the glyph that activated as soon as she landed. Are you juicing? <laughs> Guys, she's juicing. She shouldn't have no. that kind of mobility with those shoulder pads. <laughs> okay, her first attack roll is a three, and that is going to miss. Oh, God. She just crit. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. Oh. Whoa, and Dave's favorite Ninja Turtle is Donatello. This is awful. Oh. The bow staff is so simple yet elegant. She smacks you. I don't know what your hit points are. She smacks you for 29. Oh, That's more points than I had. No. I am down. Oh, Mavericks. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh. She's just going to pluck Shit. this little pearl from your body. Oh, fuck. No. And then she'll try to telekinetic shove Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> don't, please don't, please don't, please don't. I'm begging you. I hate it in there. Uh, give me a strike save. Fuck. 12. <laughs> oh, fuck. No. Oh, my God. Uh, well, you've triggered a lot of her stuff already, just so you know. I pull out my speaking stone and I text hard one to come save us. <laughs> Hey, guys. <laughs> Mavris, it's your turn as you get into the shark tank. Jesus oh, Christ. Christ. I'm pretty, I'm going to get, I'm going to be like half health after this. Yeesh. You take another five damage, five piercing damage. Get me the fuck out of here. So just a strength <laughs> save is how you get out? Strength save, yeah. Nat 20. Oh, nice. you fucking leap right out. Mavris. <laughs> Going in and out. Just doing like a cold how did, how did that slug use the pearl? It used an action to use it. Hmm. Why don't you give me uh, an insight check right now or a perception? I'd love to. Uh, dirty 20 on the insight. Okay. Renifer is like pretty much out of spells. The only thing that she's getting spells from at this point is this little war tick. Whoa. She basically put all of her spells into buffing herself and making this a difficult environment for anyone to enter and try to fight her. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to run up and try to rip this fucking tick off. Nice. Uh, 
Nice. <laughs> I want that tick. Uh, Mavris? Mavris is holding Shred's dead body. <laughs> oh. See, our only spellcaster just running towards into melee range with the. With I solved the, it. I solved the bow it. Bow staff wielding maniac. <laughs> It won't be like an action or anything. It's just like an object interaction to try to rip this tick off. And it's a strength It's a strength check. And it's not opposed with her or anything like that. I'll do a strength check to try to get this tick out of there. Sorry, you might get Lyme disease, lady. <laughs> 18. 18? You rip this tick off. Yes. However, this yes. tick wants to feed on some sort of arcane energy. I'm putting that tick right on my forehead. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. Mavris, you can now, three times per short rest, you can use a bonus action to cast a cantrip that would normally be an action. Each time it's done, you lose HP equal to your spellcaster level. You gain one additional spell slot each time an extra, it, like per level. Each time it is used, you have to succeed a DC constitution saving throw or gain one level of exhaustion. Each time the host casts a spell, roll a d20 on a one, the spell doesn't successfully complete, but the host still expends a spell slot. So a huge tick just burrows into his head. <laughs> <laughs> a huge tick burrows into your head. You have an extra spell slot per level, but it has you know some danger to it. Mm. Okay, I'm casting Melf's Minute Meteors again. Whoa, yeah. She has no spells to counterspell you now. On the turn where you cast it, uh, you can launch one or two of them. So I will launch two like right behind her, and she has to make a dex saving throw, a DC 16. Ooh. Goodbye, Maverick. So I, the way that I picture this is you leaned in real close, grabbed the tick from her collarbone, summoned your meteors, which are now swirling around both you and her. <laughs> she has only a plus three to dex. First one is a nat one. Nice. Rat. Yeah. Hell yeah. So she takes that. Second one is a 12 plus three, 15. It's a DC 16. Do your damage for all of them. Nice. Okay, so it's uh, 2d6 fire damage on a failed save. So I got 4d6. I rolled 15. Nice. Hell yeah. Mm. Sorry, do I have to roll anything now that the tick is on? So you don't have me? to do anything for like a constitution save. The only thing you need to do is just roll a d20. If you get a one, the spell doesn't happen. Three. <laughs> wow, close. <laughs> <laughs> that is now back around to oh he's dead that's back around to hungry dave also dead <laughs> <laughs> oh shit do a death everyone's save. goth everyone go towards the darkness <laughs> i'm a disc and i'm flying towards a big glowing basket that's an eight uh <sighs> Hungry Dave has one fail. Back around to Tread. I have one fail already. Oh no, if he gets a one, he's dead. What? Yeah, because it'll be two death fails. I'll try not to. Nat 20. Yes! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amazing! Tread, oh you pop God. up with one hit point and you have a fucking action if you want to use it. 
Holy fuck, did someone beef in here? <laughs> dude, that's hilarious. Yeah, so you, you died and you beefed. You fucking you died, died, dude. You, beefed. <laughs> you were so dead. I'm laughing and crying at the same time. <laughs> epic pun for air behavior. Epic, dude. Oh, epic pun. Um, can I do like a quick perception at that um, like moldy Renifer? Absolutely, yeah. Mm. That is insane. I rolled another nat 20. I'm not okay. the exact same dice. I will Trang. tell you exactly, because you rolled a fucking nat 20. That fucking mold, that glacial mold that you saw, it is a way to create a simulacrum of yourself, a duplicate of yourself. She presumably did this this morning, knowing that her fucking lab might get attacked so that she could double her spell slots. And she used all of that simulacrum's spells however another thing that you notice it's concentrating on a spell oh okay hmm. um i look at that thing and i say you can't break us apart we'll never scatter and if you try i'll make you shatter uh, and i'm gonna <laughs> cast shatter on it <laughs> okay it's a con save okay renifer has resilience so she does have plus eight to con Oh, Jesus. She rolled a four plus eight. Is a 12 save? It doesn't, dude. Oh. Nice. Nice. Okay. Yes, Tred. Do your damage. That is 15. The simulacrum takes that damage. It's going to roll a concentration save, but it does have a plus eight. And it rolls an 11, so it continues concentrating on this spell. But okay. you know a simulacrum has half the hit points of the thing that it's duplicated by. Mm, sweet. Okay. And as a, as a bonus, I'm going to um, lift Mavericks up with a bardic inspiration. Ooh. Glad you're not dead, dude. <laughs> uh, and it goes like this. We're in deep. We're downright mired. But we can't give up. We must stay inspired. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> As you as you sing this, the little meteors uh, swirling around Mavericks kind of like bop with the music. Yo, can I take those on tour with me? <laughs> those things are cute. <laughs> Absolutely. Mag, that's your turn. Sweet. I am going to use my only third level spell and hit everybody, including Hungry Dave, 60 foot Ooh. radius with a mass healing word. Whoa. Thank Rad. you. Yes. Bless you, Max. You know, I'm actually, it's kind of fucking good that the counterspell glyph that was set to trigger on a heal didn't counterspell that one. So I'm going to say oh, the way God. Mac does this is he goes into the middle of the room and Stone Cold Steve Austin style uh, shakes two Blessed Brew cans and smashes <laughs> them together so the Blessed <laughs> Brew hits all my boys across the room. And <laughs> I hit everybody with, ooh, baby, I rolled a four. That is going to be nine HP to everyone. Yo. Okay, cool. Um, great. Uh, so Mac heals everyone. Anything else that you want to do? Yeah, that was just a bonus action. So I'm going to pull out my oh. fucking crossbow. What? <laughs> it's fucking crossbow Mac time. Yeah, dude. Let's go. She killed us. She fucking, Do something. You fucking almost killed my boys. Uh, I guess I'll... Sh I'll, I'll shoot at the simulacrum. Okay. Because the crossbow doesn't do much. It just yeah. <laughs> looks intimidating and is insane. <laughs> Fuck up her pinata, dude. Uh, ooh, baby. That's a that's a 19 to hit. That hits. 
great. And that is a big, and when I say big, I cannot overstate this, two damage. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I'm Still gonna roll- Still has to roll a concentration check. I'm gonna roll nice. a concentration check in case she gets a one. Yeah. Oh, I got a seven and I thought it was a one. Oh my God, <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> okay, so she gets a 15, she passes. The simulacrum is still concentrating on this spell. That is back around to Renifer. What is she gonna do? She's fucking pissed that you took her fucking war tick. So she's gonna try to rip it back. <laughs> That's definitely not gonna do it. It's a because she it's she rolled a two and it's a DC 15 strength check. So she does not get it back. So she's just gonna fucking attack you twice. Just clumsily thumbs your head. That's definitely gonna hit. <laughs> two drunk debutantes ripping it's, each other's it, dresses. What was it? Um, it? It was 18 plus. Oh shit. She has a plus 10. So it was a 28. <laughs> Shield, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so she hits really well because of this lift. So she hits you for 19 damage, and she's going to Damn. try to take Jesus. another attack. Uh-oh. <sighs> 27. Ooh. That's going to hit. Oh, yeah. no. That is a... Oh, she rolled a 1 and a 3 on her 2d12. Yes. Uh, she hits you for 9. Okay. Still pretty darn hurt. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> still bad, still okay. bad. So what kind of, what do I, I have to roll a concentration check for Melf's Minute Meteors? Yes. Okay, pass the first one, pass the second one. Nice. nice. Great. All right. These Whoa. little meteors Stick with are... me, little babies. <laughs> Maverick, is that a necklace around your neck? Ooh, she's really mad. She wanted to fucking down you to get that fucking war tick back, but she can't do anything. So she will still try to telekinetic shove you, Maverick. Uh, please don't. Uh, please what is your don't. deal with Maverick? <laughs> you know he's the one. Are you so Agent Smith? Another strength save to not Fuck. get not into this, this shark checks out. tank. A 13. A 13? With your bardic inspiration, you could. It's a DC 18 against her telekinetic shove. Think of my song, Mavris. What did you get? A 15 total. Oh, Mavris. I will die in this water, probably. Oh, shark tank. And it is your turn, so you take five piercing damage in the shark tank. Are you okay. still alive? I'm at four health. Okay, I'll, I'll keep you alive, dude. Keep going. I am going to take the strength save to get out of this fucking oh. water for the third time, like I'm a bad guy in a Jackie Chan movie just <laughs> getting knocked into the water. 18. Amazing. I keep you rolling well to again. get out. I'd love to roll well to not be thrown in in the first place. Uh, you keep like rising directly <laughs> vertically with like a huge splash out looking like your like palms are extended. almost looks like, <laughs> definitely looks chosen one like. I get why you keep going in because you come out and you look cool as hell. Yeah, Ariel. Did anyone take a video yet? Does anyone else? <laughs> no one has space on their phone. It's only me, right? Yeah. <laughs> the meteors are swirling around me like I'm Magneto. Uh, <laughs> We're really mixing themes here, guys. <laughs> I don't, I mean, it's all, the, the new theme is cool shit. Uh, I love it. 
Whoa. <laughs> Transcendent. Is that my action to get out or? No. Ooh. I'm going to. <laughs> Can I take out the feather and regard it? <laughs> the feather. <laughs> Regard it. You can absolutely regard it. Um, oh shit! What do you want to like? How do you want to regard this feather? I want to make a bit of an insight check just to see okay. if there's use absolutely. the brininess. All right. Please, briny feather. Please. We need <laughs> Although you now I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a hard ass here, and say that you gave Tread the feather. The feather isn't <gasps> with you anymore. <laughs> oh, Tread has the feather. Oh, <laughs> Tread pats his pockets. I might have. No. Tread. I like impassioned, like dripping with goopy water. Tread the feather. The feather is the key to all of this. Tread. The what? The key, dude. This. I pulled. Uh, the, I pulled the feather like broken in half out of my guitar case. Oh. Oh no. Fuck. Okay, never mind. I'm just gonna shoot a meteor at, at one meteor at both the simulacrum and one at the. Oh, cool. Herself. Nice. They both failed. I just rolled. They only have a plus three. So the first two will be for the simulacrum. That's eight damage. Let me roll her concentration check. She passes. Okay. Uh, and then for Renifer, six damage. Okay. And then I'll use a sorcery point to use Scorching Ray because nice. that was concentration already going. Very good. Uh, so now I'll roll three... Um, Three attack rolls. All right, who do you want to do it on? I'll do two on the simulacrum, one on Renifer. Cool. Okay, first two for the simulacrum. 11. Jesus. Hit, I'm sure. Misses. 21. That hits. And then rolling to see if I hit Renifer. That's a 12. That misses. Um, Okay. Okay, so only one hits, and they are. That's 10 damage. Okay, 10 damage. The simulacrum takes your 10 fire damage. Some of the vines around her light up and she needs to make yet another concentration check. She fucking passes again. (sighs) Okay, then. She's so focused. That is Hungry Dave. Hungry Dave, you've been brought back to life by uh, Mac. You now have a turn. Sorry. Can I get away from this pool? <laughs> you, absolutely, you absolutely can, and you absolutely should. <laughs> I'm going to walk, I don't know, to like a corner. <laughs> this sort of duck. As you walk, you do see that like um, on these two paths that form sort of a line with this fountain, there are other glyphs. Should I stand on one, guys? Uh, <laughs> no. Maybe. Uh, maybe if you had the feather. I'm going to hop over a glyph. I'm going to try to avoid them. Hungry Dave, that is your turn. Okay. First of all, I give a strong nod to Mac. Bond for our behavior, dude. <laughs> I give a strong nod back to Absolutely Dave. legendary. Dude, wow. the bead was the right call. You are the Donatello. How do you manage such strong nods with such skinny necks? Excuse all you. Right. What the fuck did right. you just say? What did you just say? What did you say? If you want to see a strong neck, bring Carl back. Where the fuck is Carl? Where is Carl? He can carry us all on his neck. Where's Coral? Where's Coral? Where's Coral? Where's Coral? Why do you care so much about this person? She's our boy. You would know what it's like to have a bro or a brother. Yeah, your best friend was a slug. I do have a brother. His name is Rin. 
I have a feeling I'm really going to hate that person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you said there were more glyphs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many are within range of my movement? There are two within your range of movement. Okay. Um, would you allow me as my movement to run with my claw along the ground and scrape through the glyphs to break their pattern. Which way are you going? Towards the fountain or away from the fountain? I'm going towards the wall where the simulacrum is. Okay, so as you make your claws run against this tile, it produces a incredibly uncomfortable noise. And the very first glyph that you hit, it actually just causes you to misty step. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, they're not all bad. (laughs) That was awesome, Dave. It was a good glyph. Where do you want a misty step to? First of all, I'd like to do an acrobatics check to see if I can flip uh, (laughs) as I come out of the misty step. Oh, throw yourself the frisbee, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely throw myself the frisbee. This is the greatest move in disc golf history. (laughs) Oh, that is a 21 (laughs) acrobatics Holy shit, is Dave the one? Unfortunately, it was actually a 23. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You do a fucking awesome flip. Uh, Everyone stops looking at Mavris and his cool meteors and looks at Dave. (laughs) Mavris feels like, I'm I'm getting weaker. What happened? I'm sorry. And where would you like to Misty Step your 30 feet to? Oh, I get to choose? Yeah, I mean, it just casts Misty Step. I want to get as far away from Renifer as I can. I guess maybe like, cool. yeah, I'm going to go like basically so that I will be like underneath where the simulacrum is. Great. So you misty step to right beneath the simulacrum. Great. Um, and then with my attack, I want to throw two discs up at the simulacrum. Okay. Give me your nice. attacks. Mavericks was right. Touch all the glyphs. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. I did. I also agree. You should touch a bunch of glyphs. Okay, Finally. don't touch the glyphs, I guess. <laughs> Common ground. She's on our side now. What? No, everyone, stop. <laughs> it's going to be a nine on the first hit. Nine to hit? Yeah. Uh, that misses. Okay, uh, and then uh, a 16? That hits. Great. I'm going to go ahead and do a blasting arrow, bursting arrow. Okay. On this simulacrum. <laughs> okay. I bet this pinata is full of beads. <laughs> I love just throwing a frisbee so hard at, at, at a body tied up in vines <laughs> from point blank. Six damage from the frisbee, and then ooh, uh, eleven force damage. So that means once again she must do a concentration check. She got a two, which means she only has a plus eight, so she got a ten. Oh. Right. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So she got it. <laughs> All right, fuck oh. it. I'm gonna action surge. Nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes, dude. That was the yes. time. Honestly, fuck this pinata. Pinatas <laughs> are supposed to be fun. <laughs> Dave loves pinatas. <laughs> I love to just whack it and open my mouth and let the candy fly in, wrappers and all. <laughs> One time he threw a frisbee at a piñata and he missed all the candy and he was so upset it ruined his birthday. (laughs) (laughs) This is really way more information than I need to know about any of you. Uh, 19 to hit? Uh Uh-huh, that hits. All right. Uh, Can I do a quick insight to see if it's worth uh, wasting another bursting arrow on this? Yeah, do an insight. Okay. Ooh, 16? She's hanging on by a thread. All right, I'm just going to do a regular arrow. (laughs) Okay. Nine damage. 
finish this simulacrum. <gasps> yes. Yes. See you locker, simulacrum. <laughs> what? I turn my head and grin so wide. <laughs> I play a really again? raw chord on the guitar. Great job, Dave. <laughs> Dave Atello. <laughs> Dave Atello. Hungry Dave Atello. Mavris leans over to Mac. What did What did he say? <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. Just go with it. He was right about the bead. <laughs> As you light her up with one of your frisbees, this construct goes limp and Carl appears <gasps> from Banishment. <gasps> what? This time actually landing in the shark bowl. Carl, what the fuck? Emily, you can't just unbanish someone into a shark bowl. This is cool. This sucks. <laughs> fuck this bowl. I won't make you roll any inside checks. This time it's actually him. All right, Renifer, honestly, it was really funny the first two <laughs> times you put Mavericks in there, and then a little funny the second time, the third time, and then a little funny the third time. But the fact that you put Carl in there fucking crossed the line, okay? Yeah. You're going to need to do it two or three more times for it to be funny again. <laughs> like loopy sleepover funny if honestly, you do it three more times. Gladly. <laughs> Mavris yells out to everyone, man, somebody should get him, right? Someone <laughs> someone should probably get Carl out of the... <laughs> yeah, right. I'll, I'll get him. Cool, I use my last attack on Renifer. Okay. Is that a 17? A 17 does hit. Woo! All right, this one I am going to do uh, a bursting arrow on. Nice. Okay. That is 11 damage from the Frisbee. Okay. She's Fly still... true. She does still look comfortable can i can i try and use my bursting arrow to toss her into the pool uh is that a property of bursting arrow no it's just force damage <laughs> okay then no i mean her telekinetic shoves are kind of like a feat that she took so okay <laughs> and then eight force damage okay cool and she dropped her sickening radiance already the second she had to enter that area so she's not concentrating on anything nor does she have any spell slots i haven't used my movement yet for my action surge is there any big like bushes or foliage or uh vegetation i can kind of like crouch behind because i'm really hurt <laughs> Um, you absolutely can. I mean, like, these vines are sort of, like, uh, covering the walls, and, like, you could just kind of, like, hide behind them. Dave, here's the sad state of events. I think you have the most HP besides me. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just going to keep flinging disc from the vines. <laughs> cool. That's my turn. Great. Um, that is Tread. May I inspect the feather? Yes, you may inspect the feather. It's the key to everything, Tread. <laughs> The feather is uh, 19. 19. This magical feather, <gasps> smelling of brine, <gasps> which when you look at it, it's almost as if a sea breeze tickles the plumage. If you touch it, use an action, and touch it to the water, it turns into a swan boat. <laughs> oh my god. Wait. Tandem swan boat? You've had a swan boat since the second episode. May I swan dive into the shark tank? <laughs> <laughs> Throw Coral in a swan boat. So, 
<laughs> you absolutely can. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to use your action to turn it in and then do some kind of strength check to pull Carl from the shark. <laughs> and then you can cover the whole the whole water with the swan boat, right? And then you can seal it Technically, off. this is a 50 foot by 20 foot swan boat, but I'm going to say because it's magical, it conforms to the water that you want it to. <laughs> Wait, can we use the swan boat to block the hole? <laughs> Yeah, you can. You absolutely can. <laughs> Fuck yes. So I guess I'm going to dive into the water and try to pull Carl into the boat. Okay, give me a strength save to like drag him out. Okay. Is he unconscious? Or a strength check, sorry. He is, so basically everyone that you've seen is in like this comatose state that is induced by a jellyfish toxin. I see. So like healing word would not do anything. Healing word unfortunately would not. Okay, cool. That is a bad strength save. <laughs> That's a really bad strength save. Um, hold on, let me see what I add to it. Well, what it could be athletics check. <laughs> Shred doesn't have athletics. It would be a little better. It would be a little better. Um, honestly, if it could be deception, that'd be perfect. It's not <laughs> deception. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I rolled a natural three. So oh. I think... Oh. The, look, the, right. boat's, the boat's in the water. The boat's in the water. That's. Tread on your turn. If you stay in here, now it's going to be a strength check to get out oh, of no. here. <laughs> Tread, you, you just created another person to have to save. <laughs> this is like. I had like the feather. Raft. I had to use it. It's like on rafting trips when like the counselor person says, "Don't jump in the water if someone falls out." But what if that person was Carl? <laughs> feather was the key <laughs> the feather has been there all along for so many different reasons <laughs> i can't believe it oh so now God. tread and carl are in the shark tank we're gonna drag uh, this swan boat out and take this back to the land <laughs> uh and i'll also i'll play mac a quick little like diddy like a really inspiring bardic inspiration <laughs> riff covered in goo <laughs> Um, great. It, he can barely hear it because it's, <laughs> it's also. barely coming through all of the goo, <laughs> but Mac is inspired. Oh my God. Mac, that is your turn. Mac, you, do you want to look at the glyph that, uh, Hungry Dave didn't, uh, step on? Cause you're on the same side as Hungry Dave. Yeah. I'll check it out. Insight. Give me an arcana check. A dirty 20. This is a good spell. Oh shit. It's a good spell. The way these glyphs work is you, uh, many of them, some of them have different triggers. Many of them, you just fucking step on it. Sweet. Um, I will take my chances uh, and I will step on the glyph. You step on this glyph. Uh, the glyph turns to ash. The ash coils up around you and you now have haste cast on you. Whoa. 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 Okay. <laughs> I'm so fast. I am the one. Uh. <laughs> Once again, everyone stops looking at Hungry Dave and now looks at Mac. <laughs> um, Mac, I, I guess, wow, now that I have all the speed, uh, I'm going to, without knowing who Moonshine Sybin is, channel Moonshine Sybin channeling Baywatch um, and dive <laughs> into the goo uh, to pull Coral out. Okay. Because um, he's unconscious, and then I'll try to get uh, Tread, I guess. Great. Give me uh, athletics to or strength check just to try to drag him out. Come on. 
Ooh, baby. That is 17. Great. You chuck Carl out. Carl's comatose (laughs) body lands in a gooey thud next to the fountain. Um, No, in the swan boat. Oh, into the swan boat. Correct. (laughs) Correct. Get in the boat, dude. (laughs) He lands sitting up like on one of the seats looking like he's a passenger. Oh, my God. (laughs) looks so natural. Buckle him in. (laughs) And then I'll pull Tread out. Cool. Hey, dude. Nice. <laughs> hey, dude, I heard your song. You need to strum louder when you're covered in goo. <laughs> <laughs> that is only a 10 to get tread. A 10 does not. A 10 doesn't do it? Okay, I'll use Bardic. Come on. My, my own inspiration. 18. Yes. Wait, I got it. Yes. A uh, a gooey tread lands with a thud right next to Carl. I could not have survived one round in there. In Good the God. swan boat. You gassed up your boy and you gassed up your boat. Uh, sweet. So I got my boys out. Can I try to get myself out of the goo? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, I try to swim out. 17. Yeah, it's a DC 15 to get oh, out. Oh, thank God. Okay, I burst out of the goo. <laughs> you also land in a swan boat. Uh, okay, uh, what a great swan Ooh. boat. Um, I'm Dave Labris, come oh. into the boat. No, it's, it's all not grouped together. Nobody grouped together anymore. <laughs> and Max, since you are hasted, I'm going to say everything that you just did, you can just count that as one action. So... Do you have anything else that you'd like to do? Yes. Mavris, uh, how's that bug treating you? Uh, you know, it seems fine. If you want the bug, take the bug. I would love the bug if you don't mind. Let me double check um, to make sure that, because I think you do take, oh, two psychic damage per spellcaster level when you lose it. So Mavris would actually take two times five, 10 damage if he gave over the bug. I could bring you back. I would be at two. I would be <laughs> oh, at two. Oh, that's but... fine. Then that's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. I'm going to, with Mavris's permission, try to pull the bug out of his head. <laughs> Off my forehead? Yeah. DC 15 strike. I hold Mavris's horns uh, still as Mac does this. Uh, <laughs> ah! <laughs> screaming so loud. 21 strength. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Renifer's fucking eyes zero in on you, Mac. Yeah. She's going to fucking get that fucking tick back. That's right. And then she's going to cast a very cool spell that's going to fuck you. Try to get this <laughs> tick back. Um, and then I shove the tick into my head. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's a move. It's a move we're doing. And what does that do? It adds an extra spell slot per level. I will read it for you. Okay. Uh, three times per short rest, you can use a bonus action to cast a cantrip that would normally require an action. Each time it's done, you lose hit points equal to the spellcaster level. The host gains one additional spell slot per level of spell it can cast. Each time this extra spell slot is used, the host must succeed on a DC 10 constitution saving throw or gain one level of exhaustion. Cool. Each time the host casts a spell, roll a d20 on a one, the spell doesn't successfully complete, but the host still expends a spell slot as the uh, tick uh, absorbs the power of the spell. Sweet. I am going to go ahead and use my tick powers 
with a new third level spell. Hasted and ticked. Holy I'm, shit. I'm so hasted. I'm so ticked. ticked I'm off. so freaking ticked. I'm always ticked. Um, I'm ticked off. I'm freaking ticked. Um, and I'm going to use. That's really good, Zach. Mass healing word. Really impressive. Mass healing word to hit all my boys. Just real good stuff, Zach. Sorry, masculine word? Mas masculine mas I'm gonna use masculine word. Which word? I just I just quietly say weights. Pathetic. <laughs> I feel my biceps tense. Yeah. Um so I'm gonna hit everybody, uh, including myself. Damn, I rolled another four. I'm rolling so good on my healing dice. Uh so everybody gets eight, and then I need to roll to make sure that I don't like uh fail. Bleed more. Uh I'm good. I rolled a nineteen. Um and then I still have haste, so that was just a bonus action. Wow. Then I'm going to use Words of Radiance as oh. it's a cantrip. Uh, I'm going to do it as an uh. action. Um, and uh, each creature of your choice that you can see within range must succeed on a constitution saving throw or take uh, 2d6 damage at level 5. So I pull out a brilliant Pilsner. Um, that is so. Oh, that is so disgusting. Bright. I'm more of a wine person. This is really it's so uh, light. I just really it's the lightest like pilsner beer. I've ever seen. Oh. I mean, a hard kombucha is as nasty as all. I like hard disgusting. Have you tried Shut up, Tread. I'll put you. Back you in like the hard charcoal. kombuchas? What's your name, Tread? <laughs> Don't become friends with her. <clears throat> Why? I just rolled two sixes on the damage. So you just do that damage? No, it's um con uh, save. Con save. Literally, you know she, she has a plus. She has a plus eight. She takes nothing save. if she passes. Come on. She got a two. I swear to God. Yes. Wow. Which is it? Is it a ten? Uh, so that fails. So she takes twelve. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to run away. If you run away, you're gonna have to. You're gonna get an opportunity attack. I'll take from... the opportunity attack. I'm gonna run. Okay. Um, let's. If if I use does a twenty three hit? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. Matt, come get in these vines. That is seventeen plus six. Jesus Christ, twenty three damage. Twenty three damage. Oh my uh, god. I'm still up, but I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> and then how does haste the haste work? Do I roll concentration as if it's me? Uh, no. It, because it's glyph of warding, so this is something that she wow. would have benefited from as well. Because it's glyph of warding, the concentration it, it could be like dispelled, but it couldn't be. Uh, there's no concentration to worry about, which is why she does have a very cool spell on her that is concentration, but she's benefiting from it. But since you found this haste glyph, you also have your own cool spell that you're benefiting from. Sweet. Um, since I have. Um, more speed because of haste. I'm gonna run 45 feet away. If I ran like 15 feet to get to her, I'm gonna run 45 feet away <laughs> to keep the tick away. Come get your okay. tick. Look at that quick tick. Ooh, okay. And she used up all of her fucking Misty Step glyphs on this side. So I don't think she has a fucking way to get to you. Ha. <laughs> This is so annoying and she's just gonna be like, all right, I know that you did what you thought was right, but really what you did was doom your friend. And she's gonna take two of her plus 10 attacks on Mavris. Um, no. Okay, she got an 18 and a 23. Shield. 
<laughs> Does that prevent yeah. both of them from hitting you? Does it prevent Prevents the 23? One. Okay. So she will still hit you with one of them. That's going to be only a 12 plus 6, 18 damage. Okay, I'm down. Oh, exactly 18. She oh. looks exactly at Mac and says, Is that what you wanted to happen when you ran away? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the opposite of what I wanted to happen. Have you been paying attention at all? We're boys. <laughs> Oh my God, tell her, Mac. Absolutely go in on her. You know what's funny is that it's actually going to be your friend's turn now, and he's going to have to do a death save. Stop metagaming, Redford. You can't <laughs> I want oh you to gosh. feel bad for taking my fucking tick away from me. This is my fucking tick. It looks cooler on Mac. 18, not a net 20, but an 18. Okay, Mavis, but oh, she also used her turn. She also used her movement to get within 15 feet of Mac. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> good, good, good. Cool. So Mavis uh, passes his death save. <laughs> Next is away. Hungry <laughs> Dave. <laughs> All right. From the vines, uh, I shout at Mac and say, hey, uh, just letting you know, um, it's my turn next with the tick. We're like rotating with the tick. It's uh, sunglasses <laughs> rules. Sunglasses so rules. Just like, okay. Um, yeah. Hungry Dave, give me an insight. <laughs> Shout out to the two crew. Whoa. Um, yeah, you, the tick would do a lot for you. It would really benefit <laughs> you. <laughs> I just think that the tick could like really improve my lot in life. <laughs> I would put it in between my nipples, so it'd be that's like a hilarious. Third nipple. Give Mac, <laughs> give Dave the tick. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag give Dave the tick. All right, uh, I'm going to attack from the vines. Okay. I'm gonna roll twice to see if I crit. For both my attacks. <laughs> and she doesn't have her Misty Step glyph on the other side because Hungry Dave used it. There's literally yeah. not a Misty Step glyph left on the fucking board. Um, that is a 13 on my first hit. That, uh, that misses. Yeah. Cool. And then an 18. That hits. Great. All right. I'm going to go ahead and do my last bursting shot. Nice. Nice. Ah, oh, two ones. Yikes. That's okay. a very bad turn. Uh, so that's seven normal damage and then just two okay. force damage. Okay, so nine damage. She's still not happy about that. Okay. I would say this is the most shaken that you've seen her. She is shocked. She looks around and she's like, I, 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 how? How from the party plane? <laughs> We're elite. Did you not read the shell? I fucking wrote the shell. <laughs> oh, so that you must know. be so embarrassing. Yeah, it must be so embarrassing that I dubbed you elite and then I met you and you're so not elite and yet you are fucking besting me because you stole my fucking tick. No, I meant because you wrote on a shell. Just use paper, dummy. <laughs> yeah, the merfolk communicate with shells. I, Just I also laminate some paper. Oh my me, god. <laughs> that is tread. Um. Can I do like an insight check on any of these glyphs to see if there's <laughs> mm. anything that'll? Uh... There's no glyphs on the side with Mavris and with okay. Mavris anymore. There were two; they both got used. Trip the glyph. Okay. Uh, well, then I look at her, strum my guitar, and I sing, "You fucked with us, and you made a blunder. So suck this wave of friggin' thunder." <laughs> no! Nice. And nice. I cast thunder wave. Okay. Is that a con save? Yes. Okay. 
She gets an 11 plus 8. 19. Ooh, that saves, but she's going to take half. Okay. How much is half? Nine damage. Sorry, can you say how Treadwood? <laughs> nine. <laughs> That's nine. Okay. And Ooh. I'll throw out um, the opening riff of Adam's song and inspire. <laughs> who doesn't have Oh, Max coming up. Do you have Bardic right now? Uh, I don't know. Okay, I'll give it to you. Thank you. Okay. That is now Max's turn. Max, what do you want to do on your turn? You're fucking hasted. You've got this war tick on you. 15 feet away is Renifer. First things first, bonus action, healing word, Mavris. Oh, oh. hell yeah. Uh, I'll do it at a second level. Jeez, I rolled two ones though, so that's only six, but you pop back up. All right, Mavris pops up. Um, that's just a bonus action. And then <laughs> So now you still have two actions. Incredible. <laughs> Remember that the the furthest you can get away, because this is a thirty foot radius uh, I can't I can't go into the other room. You can. You absolutely I'm can. Do, yeah. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. I'm, what? Gonna, I'm gonna run out of the fucking room. <laughs> so you're gonna <laughs> so use like two how... dash actions? Um I'm going to keep just keep out of her range, just like a little shit. So I'm going to run. She couldn't get me before, uh, so I will just do a, I will do, <laughs> I'll run 30 more feet. No, I my, my fucking speed is doubled, so I'll run 60 feet away. I'll run like into the next room. Um, and like through the doorway, I want to shoot a crossbow at her with my <laughs> other back. <laughs> Holy right, shit! Roll your attack. So roll your elite, attack. <laughs> that whizzed by my fucking ear, dude. <laughs> I'm so fucking fast. This isn't my style at all, but I love it. Uh, that Max is calves uh, are huge. A 17 to hit. 17 does hit. Nice. Okay. Crossbow. Four damage on the crossbow bolt. Okay. Sweet. She's still standing. Okay. And then how far precisely did you run away? 60 feet. 60 feet. All right. She is no longer going after the tick. She's just going to be incredibly vindictive. <laughs> she's going to go over to one of the glyphs at the center, and she's going to trigger it, and it's going to cast Scatter, which means that... Five creatures of your choice you see within range must succeed a wisdom saving throw or be teleported to an unoccupied space that you can see with a, within 120 feet. So she oh. can only affect Mavris and Tread, but she's going to teleport them outside into the water. Fuck. What? Wait. Oh my no. god. <laughs> she has no fucking hit. She has so few hit points. She has no way to get the fucking tick. This is her last fucking spell she has access to. She's going to stomp into the ground. Give me a wisdom save, both Mavris and Tread. Mm. Mm mm. No. Does a no. nine pass? No, dudes. 
Oh, if a, nine, if a nine passes, that's perfect, because I got a seven. <laughs> a nine does not pass. It doesn't? Okay. Both of you are teleported directly outside in water. Tread is once oh. again drowning. She Wait. looks at you, Mac. She has, <laughs> like, no hit points left. She sees you through the airlock, and she is just, or she sees you through the door, and she is just like, if I can't win, I will take down whoever I can. We shouldn't have hid, dude. We shouldn't have hid. <laughs> They'll get back in. I think in. we used the feather too early. They'll get back in. <laughs> and then that's Mavris. Mavris, you're outside with a drowning truck. <laughs> I don't have a third level spell. Can you thunderstep? Um, Is that third level? Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't have a second level spell either. Um, I'm going to grab tread and I still have my, my cloak of the manta ray right yeah you do so I'm yeah, just so gonna swim, swim as fast 60. as I can towards the entrance can they see us is there like a window yeah so like the condensation has dripped down and you can see through you could also just try to fucking att- I don't think the the glass itself has an AC you can try to just hit your way back in <laughs> will that just flood the it will <laughs> It's pretty dramatic in a cool way. Do you have a sense of how close we are to the entrance, though? You're probably only like 120 feet away from the entrance anyways. Oh, then I'll, I mean, I have a 60 foot swim speed, so I'll dash. Yeah, you just dash and get right back to the entrance. With Nice. With tread. This was her last (laughs) ditch effort. (laughs) Got you, dude. Hold your breath. Okay, don't you, I don't have to be inside the inside the cloak, right? You're pitting super super bad. <laughs> Wait, you don't have to be. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was trying to be like Batman. <laughs> Actually, I want to be back in there. <laughs> I want to be Robin. And then Hungry Dave, that's you. I'm going to just bull rush right at her. Frisbee's blazing. All right. <laughs> Take my attacks. Take your attacks, Hungry Dave. I have 30 feet of movement. I want to build up momentum to try and steal the bead on my next turn. But she I'm... looks, she looks like her tight bun is like falling apart. Her fucking dress is like off of one shoulder. She is, I mean, her high heels are perfectly intact, but uh, her, she looks as rattled as you've ever seen her this entire fight. That's like a loose pony. <laughs> yeah, best. the bun has turned into a pony and it looks like childish in a way. Uh, wait, uh, uh, young man with a frisbee, uh, why not work with me? I can give you a new body that you could just transport into. In the case of cataclysmic event, you saw what happened with the war in Osmodius. I mean, don't you want a fucking backup plan? Why would I need to transport into a body when I've got a swan boat that can transport me anywhere with my boys? <laughs> Your plan is absolutely flawed. And by the way, this is not a Frisbee. This is a disc. Only my friends can call them Frisbees. This is an official disc golf disc. You know nothing. Your plan is nothing. You are nothing. I am going to run forward and toss my Frisbees. uh, And then at the last moment, I like duck down and leap into the air and scream, Misty Step! (laughs) And launch at her. Are you just pretending? Uh, that 20! Yes! <laughs> he missed you. Okay, snapped. before Wait, you even Nat go. Nat 20 for deception the... t- check, right? That that was. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> yeah, for the deception, obviously. Oh, uh, yeah, and that's uh, two damage on the. <laughs> 
Okay, so tell me now how much damage you do on that attack because right. you may end her with this attack. Very cool. Come on. Ooh. 16 damage. Whoa. She had seven <gasps> hit points left. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> B. Finish her. <laughs> I pull out one more Frisbee, and I say to her, you couldn't make friends, so you made friends. No, I, I made, I didn't Pathetic. make friends, I made money. Pathetic. I say it louder. <laughs> That's pathetic. Fucking eat her, Dave. <laughs> Fucking eat her, dude. <laughs> Send it. And I chop her head off. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. So Hungry Dave uh, winds back with this frisbee in his hand, and then just his dragonborn teeth find her fucking head, and you chomp down. And. Then Renifer's headless body falls to its knees, falls forward. <laughs> and yeah, Hungry Dave, give me a con, con save to see if you like kind of puke it back up or not. Get a little acid reflux. 18. Oh. You fucking stomach it. It's no <laughs> surprise. Hungry Dave has proficiency Whoa. in nasty foods. Dave, that was awesome. This is as nasty But definitely as don't get a taste for flesh. <laughs> <laughs> Could he use some furikake, to be honest? We're pretty good. And you are all out of combat and you are standing, you're standing now. I mean, Mavericks and Tread, you've reached the beginning of this airlock, the airlock. You can come back and rejoin everyone. Mac, you're wearing this tick. You are all now in this underwater laboratory filled with clones of Gladeholm's most privileged Coral. And you've also got this diving bell to go up. And you've got Carl's body. Coral. 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 Is Carl. Coral. As you say his name, he actually rouses for a second. He opens his little bleary tiefling eyes. Huh? He looks at you, confused. Then a flicker of recognition comes across his face. Hey. I know you. Yeah. You guys yeah. go to my high school, right? And then he passes back out, <laughs> clearly succumbing to the influence. Carl, we're boys. So we're boys, Carl. <laughs> we're best boys, dude. He's clearly we just- got history. <laughs> Biceps, Carl. Class. To some sort of powerful toxin inducing a comatose state wrecked by these memory maggots. Okay, but he's alive. He's alive. He does have these like maggots in his ears. Um, yank, yank those bad boys out. Right yeah, away. yeah, yeah. Yank no those maggots. out. He's definitely taken some damage, and the jellyfish toxin is something that they presumably administer daily to these bodies. Hey, everybody! It's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk 
text and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. Should we trash this lab and just fucking take the swan boat to the surface? <laughs> we gotta. I mean, yeah. that's how I want to leave here for you sure. You absolutely can. The glass of this lab has an AC and hit points, but if you even make one hole, it'll slowly start to fill. Can I use the bead? The, oh, hell yeah. You can use yeah. the bead? Yeah. You use the bead, it casts greater invisibility. <laughs> oh, no, it's a different bead. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's dead. Aww. He's gone. He disappeared. <laughs> it didn't sit well. The I knew it wouldn't tricked. sit well. The bead was tricked. It was a it was a prank. Oh, I got you. Who was filming? Who was <laughs> filming? Epic. No one. None of us have room. You guys have been talking so much about Final <laughs> Fantasy VIII. I downloaded it. <laughs> I got the whole suite. Yeah. I got seven, eight, and nine. My phone is so hot. All right. Anyway, <laughs> this is a long time coming, and I take my Matrix sunglasses off. I put them on Carl. Um, yes. And then I'm going to cast just to make sure that he's not doing death saving throws or anything. I'll do spare the dying. Uh, just he's like weakened sure at Bernie's right now. He's got the sunglasses <laughs> yeah. on. And fully yeah. comatose. Again, we keep yeah. mixing it. It's like he's in the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'll carry Coral. And then do you guys want to like drag this huge swan boat? I I'm going to get some of the clones. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get the clones. We can get the clones to go to the the party and cheer for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! 
<laughs> Just okay. release the quotes. Oh, okay. Here's what I'm going to rule is that these clones, it specifically says in the spell, are inert as long as the vessel remains undisturbed. The soul can go to them if it's willing. However, none of these high elves are going to go into these random. So I'm just going to say, yeah, they just become... (laughs) If you want to disturb their vessels, they'll just become strange (laughs) in-between creatures. (laughs) Seems fine. Yeah, we'll we'll take it. We're pretty unpopular. You can bring that. This is necromancy. So, you know, you will be sort of bringing these necromantic constructs with you, but perhaps discover a new purpose. (laughs) To cheer for the Bon Frères. This is fine. Welcome to uh, I smash one. Welcome to the Bon Frères. I sm- smash the next one. Welcome to Bon Frères. I smash the next one. So, hey, you're so, an honorary so, Bon Frère. I got these. Welcome to the Bon Frères. Smash. <laughs> okay, you get you get twenty weird ass clones. Sweet. Guess we gotta give them all tattoos. Hi. Huh? Hello. Hi. Hey. Oh, this one's friendly. Hey, I'm going to tell you everything you need to know right now. Okay. All of you are our fans. You're the biggest I fans of the you. Bon Frères, who we are. And you're just going to clap and cheer for us. And maybe you'll get like a churro or some kind of taco yeah. out of it. And then we're just going to sort of let you go and just send you off into the world. This sounds so fun. They clap all and cheer no matter, no matter what we do. Perfect. Just like that. No matter what happens. I feel responsible for these people now. This, is, <laughs> this was a huge mistake. Should we should we get them clothes or are they good? Is that are they cool? It seems fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, these beautiful nude clones. <laughs> we are rolling so deep. This rules. They're covered in ectoplasm. I too feel okay. burdened by responsibility. Uh, hopefully, a lot of them can swim because we're definitely not going to have room on all the boats. So I mean, this is a pretty big boat. The swan boat, right? It's 20 the by 50 The swan boat meters. can carry up to 32 medium Holy or shit. smaller creatures. What? Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> it's perfect. It's way more than tandem. Let's go ahead and get all the fans helping us with the swan boat, bringing it. <laughs> you can be petite bon frères. <laughs> I hope some of you are We're going to work it out. We're going to work it out. We're going to get you all in. This is our responsibility now, and we've made I'm a mistake. I'm having fun. <laughs> okay, that's fucking Bon Frere behavior. We are all They all start fun. clapping. <laughs> nice, everyone. Everyone's, <laughs> these are huge fans. Uh, so I'm God. Avarice. This is Tread. That's Hungry Dave, and What's that's up? Mac and Carl. Hey, so I'm also just individually cheer for each of us. Like, pick a favorite. <laughs> Probably me. Yeah, let's go, let's go meet up with Infinity. We talk into the necklace. Uh, Infinity, we... Hope you have more room on the boat because we have some more people coming that can't all fit on the swan boat. The swan boat is a new thing. <laughs> See you in a few. We also have your boyfriend. We have Carl, so get He's excited. Not her this goddamn cool. boyfriend. The reunion. I love it. They're in love. What are you talking about? No one is touching Carl. Your betrothed is with us. Cool. So you all get into the swan boat. You rock it from the bottom of the ocean to the surface where... There is what looks like a coastal pier floating in the middle of the ocean. Tiffany is there with all of these bodies that you sent her and saved. She's holding (laughs) bowl-cut paddle puppy in her lap. And she's got what looks like a six-seater speedboat with two steam method tubes hanging off the back like outboard motors. (laughs) She helps you load up your swan boat with the bodies she can't fit. And you are ready to go. What would you like to do? 
book it for salty, right? I mean, I mean, I guess there... like what time is why it don't now? We, okay, we have, like, so why don't we book it? But also, <clears throat> why don't we shoot the shit and kind of tell <clears throat> some high school stories near Carl's right. body so that he yeah. hears them and unconsciously absorbs some of them? Let's crack open a few beers and just whisper stories to him. <laughs> yeah, that's a great youth. call, dude. That's yeah. a great call. <laughs> If we Amazing. can pregame a little bit on the way to Salty <laughs> yeah. Peak, so we show up with like a nice buzz Wait, going. Y'all want to do a little tipsy whisper? <laughs> yeah, let's do a t- tipsy whisper. All right, who's Carl. driving the boat? Who's driving? <laughs> so the swan boat is fucking magical, and it's just self-propelled. Sweet. This okay. swan oh, boat is like. It's 50 feet long, 20 feet wide. It has two beautiful swan's wings extending over the water, just kind of gliding. It's got like where a masthead would be, just like a 10 foot arching swan's neck comes out. Um, so yes, yeah, so, but this thing is self-propelled. It just, it moves on its own. You can kind of just <laughs> direct I it. the swan. <laughs> it winks at you. <laughs> Whoa. Nice. Is Carl wearing anything? Um, Carl is beautifully naked. He's nude. <laughs> I give him a. I give him a shirt. I, I, I look. I, I look for very little left to this wrong. I look for. I, I look for clothes who are layered, and I layer Carl up. <laughs> They're all naked, all of, right? All oh no, everyone's naked. Are beautifully naked. Oh, but boy. Th- these clones, like these clones, are. They were supposed to be tragic reincarnations of rich assholes, but now they're like these beautiful blank slate souls, like with just like the good hearts of babies and sunshine and the joy of discovering life for the first time. Okay, so let's like not whisper any of our high school <laughs> stories. Let's tell them loud and proud. We got to show these guys how yeah. fucking hilarious okay. and yep. epic. So this one time, Mavris, 100% it was Mavris, threw a frisbee at my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I nailed like them. The, the accuracy of that frisbee throw is not something that Mavericks could have pulled off. No offense, dude. And you would I was two that, inches away. It was pretty easy. You would think that, and yet it was Mavericks, I, if I remember correctly. It was. And then he also burned up like my moleskine, which had like some really fucking epic, epic lyrics on it. The world has been robbed of those. And I didn't even cry. I didn't shed a tear. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I have other shit to write. Uh, you actually cried quite a bit. I remember dogs no, running away because no. you cried so much. <laughs> No, that was it. That might have been middle school. You all book it back to Salty Peaks, regaling the clones and Carl with stories of high school. And actually, as you pass, you notice that the um, the mist that loomed over the ocean. When you first saw this mist, it was like stagnant and immovable. But now, with the movement of your boat, it seems as though the wind is dispersing the mist the giant swan cutting through <laughs> the mist. <laughs> this mist that has like threatened this ocean is beginning to disperse and you even see not three but five scared whinnying hippophants <gasps> finally escape <laughs> the, uh, the mist and follow your boat <laughs> boys we're gonna get our deposit back <laughs> yeah we're gonna get our this is huge <laughs> Oh, I fully forgot about our IDs. <laughs> Nobody cards here. It's fine. And in fact, as you continue to go, you you know, you're speeding along. You're telling these stories. The hippophins are paddling behind you. You also see the island that uh, the cottage that you explored is on, that Stiegel decided to stay on. The mist parts a little bit, and you can see the shadow of it starting to emerge. And you see in the sky the silhouettes of two figures. 
diving, one buff and strong, the other small but clever. And you hear a very faint, <laughs> Henry Cavill, you're so funny. Are they? Yes, Are dude. sky fucking? Oh. <laughs> you see them swirl around <laughs> each other. There does seem They're to skunking, be something beautiful up and there. erotic about the movement. My God. Whoa. We shouldn't be watching this. Foreplay. <laughs> and then you arrive at the shore of Salty Peaks. Now, everyone in Salty Peaks is gathered to see what's going on because first, like, mist starts disappearing, but then even more noticeably, a giant fucking swan boat is approaching on the horizon. So everyone is gathered to witness your homecoming. And you see a dock where the destroyed microbrews crews used to... Uh, used to park so you can go there or you can just fucking run it ashore the beach if yeah you we're want. just gonna run it ashore <laughs> <laughs> okay there's not like a megaphone or anything <laughs> yeah i want to i want to step off as it's like grinding across the dock oh wait no i want to wait until like the momentum stops on the boat so that i can launch myself onto the shore <laughs> i want to fred flintstone off of the the, yeah. the swan's nose like it's the <laughs> tail of a dinosaur <laughs> As you all do this insane shit and your swan boat skids across, making like huge tracks in the stand, you hear someone in the crowd say, is that the fucking Bon Frères? Did the fucking Bon Frères save the fucking day? Yeah, sorry we're late. We were saving the day. And also we stopped at a nude beach where we were hanging out for a while and pointed all the elves. (laughs) And uh, these guys think we're all right. All the clones, wow, you're the best. You rule. What's this place? This place seems fun. Yeah, they always thought that. This is 100% They've always thought that. This is normal. (laughs) Great. So you grind this boat onto the beach. A cleric comes out from the Salty Peaks Urgent Care. She starts doing triage on all these people. They put Carl on a stretcher and bring him back to the Urgent Care. We have to go sit with Carl, I think. I think we have to go with Carl and make sure he's good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So you go, um, there's this little urgent care. It's like full of bodies right now because usually they just kind of help people with jellyfish stings or sunburns that got too bad. (laughs) Doctors just pee on everyone. (laughs) You see that some of the people who like didn't have any of these creepy arcane bugs going to town on them are just kind of rousing from this jellyfish toxin comatose state and are actually looking pretty okay. The people who did have stuff happen to them, they have like these like essentially IVs of greater restoration potions just going into their arm and, you know, the medic comes over and says, oh, um, is this your friend? He's our best friend. He's our boy. Okay. Well, I just want you to know he's in great hands. I'm very good at my job. I mean, he's got a journey ahead of him, of course. His memory will come back slowly, though, in a way that feels natural to him, but might be frustrating to you, but it's important not to let him see that. But, you know, I mean, say for like a wish spell, really the only salve for a situation like this is kindness and patience. We're super patient. Do you have a wish spell? Yeah. Do I? No, I absolutely (laughs) don't. Yeah, it would be really nice. It's an incredibly rare thing. I don't think I've ever met anyone who's ever had or used or known of a wish spell. It's, yeah. What are the chances we could give him like this same care at home? Because I feel like him (laughs) on the drip in front of just like on his aunt's couch watching. We have glowing carrots. 
yeah <laughs> that we can give you if you could let us have this bed uh yeah actually yeah awesome. yeah that is a all request right. that we accommodate sure yeah perfect all right they, they pack up carl they pack up all of his stuff and you wheel him on the stretcher to carl's aunt's house um i will remind you that when you left carl's aunt's beach house you did leave the door open so it's been thoroughly robbed oh, oh no shit. oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> the dvds <laughs> We should have closed the door. We should have at least closed it, <laughs> locked it, preferably. It's been thoroughly robbed. There's a couple squatters, but they seem open to you also being there. Can I do a perception check, like where the couch was, and see if there's a necklace under underneath it? Yeah, you can. <laughs> can I run in real fast? <laughs> there's actually there. There's no couch, but there is a couch skirt. It would appear as though someone came, stole the couch, hated the skirt though, and left the skirt. They left the best part. Um, Everest, do you want to do some kind of deception or sleight of hand to try to get in there first? Because it's there. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll try to do a sleight of hand. (laughs) (laughs) Not one. (laughs) (laughs) Tread, you find the necklace. Dude, Mavris, awesome news. Dude. I, have, I accidentally oh, slap him in the hand right we when found he every, it Al, dude. We found everything I was going to say. Put Al, it on, dude. dude. Put it on. <laughs> the necklace. Oh, it was, a, it was under the couch skirt like we talked about. Yeah, dude. All now along. it's here. Oh, it's put your name Whoa. on it. That's so thoughtful. Dude, put it on. And they didn't dude. take that. They took all here. this other stuff. They left that. Yeah, Mavris, you do see you do <laughs> see that everything else has been stolen. Even like the doors from the refrigerator have been taken <laughs> off of their hinges. Wait. This is this and the couch skirt are literally the only things that no one wanted. You know what, Mac? Uh yeah. Yeah, I'll put the necklace on. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I put the I put the necklace on, Mavris. <laughs> give me give me a performance check. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Mavis, you look like shit. <laughs> oh Mavis looks into a mirror and looks at himself and just <laughs> tries to smile. <laughs> it's a cool neck. It looks. You know what I like about the necklace? I think it looks. It's cool that we both are wearing it and we hang out and we're gonna <laughs> go meet people together. It's gonna look awesome <laughs> at the Beer Olympics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> The awesome thing is for you to have lost it once was already pretty crazy. So if you were to lose it again, it would be as if like, be that was planned. That'd... That would be insane. Yeah. It won't It'd be kind of hard to to explain that, right? Yeah. Fully. Interesting. Um, cool. Great. And you all go to bed, maybe all sharing Carl's little stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> bed raises, Watching right? the Matrix. Yeah, it raises. You can play with it. <laughs> And uh, then you wake up to a beautiful, breezy end of summer day in Salty Peaks. Now, before we start, the Beer Olympics Drinkathlon is comprised of four events. Okay. First, a chugging contest. <laughs> Second, a game of two-on-two beer pong. Third, a brew-off to decide who made the Tread, best brew. It's your time to shine. <laughs> what? And finally, if you can believe it, a drinking song sing-along. <laughs> okay, I think I was assigned my drinking game before they were all red. I feel, I feel like I'll just sweep it. I'll just take them all, right? <laughs> I guess I'll do the, the beer pong with, maybe see if Carl wants to do the beer pong with me. Right. Does that okay, so sense? Mavers and Carl are going to do the beer pong. 
course, I'm doing the brewing. Yeah, I'll do the the chugging contest. <laughs> Great. I'm a sing. Wonderful. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm gonna roll a d6 to see how many beers I pre-gamed beforehand. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we did get drunk to start. <laughs> yeah. Just one, just okay. one. Just one. I guess okay, I'll... if you had gotten six, I would have made you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> As you all drunkenly approach the boardwalk, you do notice one thing, like a hush befalls Salty Peaks. As the heroes of the summer, the Bon Frères appear, people stare in awe and they whisper to each other. You overhear some of these whispers and it seems as though the rumor mill has been kind to you. Some people are saying that you like bewitched and outsmarted a sea hag. Others say that you prevented the resurrection of an evil merfolk god. One girl swears that you slayed an adult kraken from a surfboard. It's like definitely it's cool it's also like possibly some sort of high elf misinformation cover-up but everything you've heard is true <laughs> <laughs> the bond frères are here great you go to the boardwalk you see that there's four stages set up for each event at the main stage you see the octomancy fortune teller with her octopus in a tank that you saw in the first episode stands on the stage you see that she shimmers existing in a halfway space between dream world and reality and she speaks in a voice that whispers and projects at the same time Hello, good people of Salty Peaks. Welcome to the semi-annual Paralympic Trincathlon, where teams of five compete to win Alanis's boot, a beer garden drinking boot enchanted with infinite refills that can't be broken, no matter how many times you smash it. As is tradition, we will commence the ceremony by letting my octopus fire the starting pistol. A slippery tentacle reaches out of the tank and erratically shoots a blank into the sky. <laughs> oh, fucking epic, dude. Give him seven more. Control. Give him seven more. <laughs> I pull out a ketchup packet and pretend like I got shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that octopus <laughs> shot me. He's dying. He's dead, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the clones you love it. Friend. The clones love it. With that one gesture, Hungry Dave, you just taught these clones comedy for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> their eyes widen and they're like, oh, wow. I'm the only one that can do that. Those. Nobody else can do comedy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and with that, let the festivities begin. We'll start with the chugging contest. <laughs> she gestures to a stage where, Hungry Dave, you escort yourself alongside a paddle puppy in cargo shorts and a wetsuit named Graham. You both hold huge tankards of beer. He holds it up to you amicably. Cheers, dude. Right back at you, man. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. I'm honored. <laughs> Love those shorts, dude. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Those Aeropostale? Great choice. Abercrombie, but yeah, close. Um, oh, let me smell those. Let me get some of that perfume. Uh, Dave, it smells what? like a store. <laughs> stop smelling people's jeans at the freaking on the stage, Dave. dude. I tell the clones Hungry to stop Dave. paying attention. <laughs> Hungry Dave, stop. one beer deep, covered in ketchup, <laughs> smells someone else's shorts. Now, Hungry Dave, 
This is going to be an acrobatics check to down this thing, but you will be rewarded for style. So just let me know precisely exactly how you want to transport this tankard of beer down your gullet, and maybe you'll get advantage. Um, <clears throat> well, since I do have a big ketchup stain on my shirt, uh, I go ahead and just whip that bad boy off, helicopter it in the air, um, and then I throw the entire uh, pitcher of beer into the air and I blast it with my fire breath. Hell yeah. <laughs> so that so you that the melt glass the glass. Yeah. Hell oh, yes. no. <laughs> Drink the then... glass. Drink the glass. Drink the glass. Drink the glass. I think I think you should and, do that. And then I open my mouth super wide uh, and I gulp down that molten glass and I guess some beer as well. <laughs> Okay, Hungry Dave, as you drink molten glass and the clones cheer you on with drink the glass, give me an acrobatics check with advantage and I will roll for Graham. Ooh, okay, oh Graham got 12. Okay. So you have to beat a 12. That's a 22. Yeah! Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Um, Hungry Dave, a molten lava of uh, glass pours down your throat and the MC comes back to the stage and says, first round goes to the Bon Frères. First of many. Woo! I toss um, my shirt into the crowd, but since it's armor, it crushes somebody. <laughs> 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 okay, that's not ketchup anymore. That was, Ooh. I think, oh. it crushes like a little girl who probably shouldn't have been brought to a <laughs> drinking. Somebody check on her, dude. Yeah, we're your parents. <laughs> What's going on? Next event will be the brew off, which will be judged by the uniquely sensitive tentacles of my eight legged friend. This time, she gestures to her own stage where Mac and a bearded sea elf named Melville hold homemade brews. The octopus reaches two tentacles out of its tank and dunks them into each of your beers. You watch its eyes close as the many neurons in its tentacles sense your beer, smelling it and tasting it with its suckers. Mac, will you please describe the beer that you've made yes. for this occasion? Yes. So this may be the last day of Hot Boy Summer, but it is the first day of Chill Dude Autumn. Um, <laughs> CDA. And I CDA. present like a, I guess it's like a lager or like an amber ale. That's Oktoberfest. like, yeah, it's like an Oktoberfest type. Like it's like the first uh, kind of uh, beer of fall. Refreshing, not too heavy, but like a little bit more wintry maybe than mm. uh, what you would drink in the summer. Okay, that is beautiful forward thinking. It celebrates the summer, but also anticipates what's to come. So I will let you roll with advantage. I'm going to say that since you're a cleric and beer is your religion, I'm going to say do a religion roll. Sweet. 17. I'm so sorry, Mac, but I crit. What? <laughs> this is no fucking awkward. This octopus is out for me. <laughs> Melville the sea elf looks at you and he has fucking brewed for octopus before so he knows their fucking palate you are cheating dude he you are cheating hold you. me back <laughs> somebody get on the stage and hold me back I'm coming I'm Dave, coming. Dave, I'm Dave coming. hurry 
Hold him back, dude. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's an octopus. He has a gun. Oh, he's inching forward so slowly. I'm coming, man. Dude, you're so lucky you have a gun and that my boy Dave is on a different stage like half a mile away. As soon as he gets here, he's going to hold me back. And you're lucky. Out of character, I would like to say that I crit on my husband just now with a dice set that he gave me for our anniversary. Fucked up. Oh, Absolutely oh, fucked up. Messed up. That's art. The dice have their story. It does make sense that uh, Mac would get screwed over by an octopus. I, I thought it was. Un- <laughs> I thought it was unlikely. Oh my god. Ah, uh, okay. One score for the Bon Frères, but one more for the Paddle Puppies. The crowd goes wild this time for the Paddle Puppies. However, you see the clones, dutiful. They look to you. Should we clap? No. Shake, yeah, no. shake no. my head. No. They, so I teach some threatening <laughs> gestures. <laughs> you saw they do what it really well. They're girl. quick learners. Like I said, they're new to life and they're full of fucking enthusiasm and vigor. <laughs> Next up, a drinking sing along. This one will be judged by the audience. She gestures to a third stage. This one has a microphone made of a conch shell with thaumaturgy cast on it. Moresby, a sea elf with long, stringy hair and an undernourished complexion, approaches the conch, performs a classic sea shanty about like how even after they've drunk the ocean, sea elves, they just keep on going. But like kind of like a modern version of it. It's clearly a good choice. Um, and then Moresby finishes up and he looks at you, Tread. She's all yours, man. Yeah, not very courageous to uh, to hit him with a cover. This one's an original. <laughs> uh, Tread <laughs> Fucked up, dude. I was trying to have camaraderie. That's fucked up, but okay. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Tell him to fuck himself, Tread. <laughs> Is that a fucking sword? Do you have a fucking sword? Did you? Bring did you bribe that fucking octopus? Is that what you did? They bribed the octopus, Tread. Fuck him up. Break his guitar. <laughs> Tread steps up to, onto the stage uh, in in a patched up romper. Barely uh, hanging on. I let a power cord ring, and then uh, then I then I hit him with a nice low palm mute, and I sing. My broken heart bleeds, but it's time to mend it. The title's up for grabs, they can't defend it. Bottoms up, boys, let's get our friends lit. We're the Bon Frères, and it's time to send it. We're the Bon Frères, and it's time to send it. No, 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 no. Amazing. The entire audience starts singing, We're the Bon Frères, and it's time to send it. It's catchy, it's infectious. Give me a performance with advantage. I honestly, I've. You have to be an eleven. I was just worked up so much to sing right now. I forgot I was gonna have to roll. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fucking yes, dude. That's a goddamn thirty. Oh, what? <laughs> I rolled a nineteen. I have plus eleven. I couldn't have. I only. I couldn't have lost. Wow. It looks so much like you. You rolled a nat one. Yeah, <laughs> you look disappointed for a sec. Oh, no, oh I, was just, I was so happy. Gosh, the crowd loses their mind. Everyone fucking freak, like to the point where it's almost like you cast a fucking modify memory on the crowd and no one even fucking remembers Moresby's performance. You are all anyone can think about. And the MC says, that's two to one now. Interesting. 
Especially considering our final event is worth two points. We now have two-on-two beer pong. She gestures to the final stage where a door that's been unhinged from the wall is being used as a table. And Mavris and Carl face off against Baffin and Bullcut, who you learn her name is Banks, six cups in front of each team. Now, here's how this is going to work. You'll go back and forth taking turns. The more cups that are on the table, the easier the DC to sink one. It's going to be athletics, but Mavericks, since you're proficient in drinking games, uh, I'll let you add your proficiency. <laughs> to athletics? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think you're already proficient in it, though, right? Yes. So add my proficiency to that. Yeah. So I'm going to essentially give you expertise on your athletics checks for drinking games. Okay. <laughs> so you can add your proficiency to your already proficient athletics. Uh, there's six cups on the table. The first DC is 15. Uh, so Baffin looks at you and says, do you need us to go first? So like teach you how to play or something? Or like, do you want? Sorry, sorry. You need to teach me how to play? Is that what we're starting with? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do you even know who I am? Uh, I mean, I guess now I do. Like, if this whole fucking stunt with like saving one of the paddle puppies is like to get me to know who you are, I guess now it worked. Yeah, sorry that I saved your friend's <laughs> life. You got anything to say for yourself, Banks, over there? Was it, I mean, hey, great bowl cut. Don't know much else about you, but. Uh, you're welcome. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it to you straight here. Like, you put us in a really tough position by doing something so cool because like we were really really sure that you guys sucked but now you guys rule and that sucks do you feel where i'm coming from yeah right. i feel where you're coming from yeah so baffin uh am i your hero or um i mean you're not not my hero <laughs> okay uh i'll go first and, and let me just shoot one right now <laughs> uh 14 on the first one oh. 15 is the first DC. Didn't All need right. it. Didn't need it. Back around to Baffin. Whoa. I just crit again. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Murph, what a good gift. Ooh. I know. These anniversary dies. All right. Baffin fucking crits. And uh, it's back around to you. Okay. I just wanted to even the playing field. So watch this. <laughs> 16? That's good. 16 does get it. Yeah. Nice. yeah. All right. Playing feels even. Five cups on each side. This time Banks goes. Banks is a little rusty uh, and misses. Carl, you sure you're not you good over there, Carl? I, uh, it seems like you're like way better at this than me. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Also, like I looked at my speaking stone and I had all these notes about how I'm in ketosis and then I peed on this stick and I guess after everything I went through, I'm like still in ketosis. Whoa. That's amazing. Incredible. Awesome. Hey, I'll catch up with you about that later, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you shouldn't pee in public, though. <laughs> I just spin around real fast and shoot. <laughs> I rolled a 16, so 20. Yes. A dirty 20. Absolutely, yep. So now there's four cups in front of them, so your DC is now 17, and there's five cups in front of you, so their DC is 16. I love this mechanic so much. Yeah. 13 plus three is Baffin. So Baffin makes it. Boo. Okay. All right. <laughs> four to four. Mavris wants to drink anyway. <laughs> I make my cape billow and I take another <laughs> shot. 
The cape looks oh, awesome with your necklace, dude. Why are you so dude. fucking cool? 22 again. Yes. <laughs> nice. There we go. <gasps> wow. Mavis, you are down to three that you now need to sink, and the DC is at 18. Can I do an investigation check to make sure the octopus isn't moving the cups? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's an 18. Okay, yeah, the octopus is in a, in a tank on a different stage. <laughs> <laughs> I gesture at the octopus, and I try to do it like Mac does, but I just, like, hold two fingers in front of my eyes for a very long time and hold my breath, and then I start to faint a little bit. Oh, my God. You yourself in the eye, man. <gasps> Three <gasps> clones catch you. <laughs> okay. Gross. Is Dave okay? Um, now that is Banks. Banks has a plus five, and Banks needs to hit a 17. Fuck. Banks is six plus five is only 11. Banks misses. You suck, Banks. Yeah. You banked <laughs> yeah, it okay, off, Yeah, okay, I just, huh? like, went through something fucking crazy. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah, were there. I was there. We fucking we there, rescued we fucking you. Saved yeah, you. I know. You're all my fucking heroes. You're all my fucking heroes. Thank you so fucking much. You fucking rule. <laughs> We know. I feel like we're fully in Banks's head. Should Banks be rolling with disadvantage now? And now, Mavis, that's your turn. Your DC is 18. Billowing cape, one more time. And just say, and also now I can swim really fast. <laughs> Rolled a 19. Yes! <laughs> so, yes. a 25. Banks is like so pissed at how impressed she is by this. Both Baffin and Banks are just like kind of like pacing like like antsy dogs just like so fucking pissed at how cool that is <laughs> so you are now down to two cups they're still at four cups baffin's going they have a plus three they need to hit a 17 13 plus three is a fucking 16 nice <laughs> hey hey carl do you want to take a shot <laughs> Fucking celebrity shot, baby. Carl adds nothing to it and needs to hit a 19. <laughs> Send it, dude. Send it. He got a five. <laughs> That's Whoa. okay. That's okay, Carl. Sit back down. <laughs> the ball just like flings into the crowd. It seems Ow, like we've dude. forgotten the concept of this game. That's okay. We did weirdly just teach him beer pong at the beginning of the weekend. Back around to Banks. Banks fucking misses as well. They can't hit that 17, another 16. Mavris, two cups left, need to hit a 19. All right, here we go. That's a 15. Okay. Oh, uh, Baffin just hit a 19. Baffin sinks another one. Uh, Mavris is focused up now. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, so now it's three to, they have three cups, you have two cups. I think I got a little cocky, I say to myself. <laughs> you did, dude, send it. 16. Oh, <laughs> oh 18 is gonna get it for oh my God, fucking Baffin. Only Baffin oh. can fucking sink today. It's two to two now. Okay, two you to got, two. You got this, Mav. Here we Let's go. go, Mav. Come on, are you trying to like? Are you trying to like stay our shit. hero or 17 what? on the dice, so yes. that's a 23. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice, right. come on. One left. Oh. It is Banks' turn. Banks got an 18. They're down to two. So now they have two left. You have one. You have to hit with your athletics, with the expertise, a 20. All right. Let's go, Mav. For the bonfires. 16. Oh. Uh. <laughs> 
cannot believe this. Baffin got an, a 16 plus 3 is going to be a 19. It's now 1 to oh, 1. No. Okay. Oh, I'm going to uh -huh. start finger picking the, the notes bad. to it. <laughs> and it's time to sin. Okay, I will let this count as I will let this count as bardic inspiration. <laughs> okay. Mavris focuses up. He looks at, at, at Tread and Mac and uh, Hungry Dave and Carl. We're the Bon Frères, and it's time to send it. Natural 20. I'm not joking. Yes! <laughs> yes! Fuck yes! Yes! I wish yes! yes! Max swarms the stage and just tackles Mavris. <laughs> <laughs> it was the fucking necklace. I knew there it. There it is on the dice. Oh, oh my, my god. god. That is an all time oh great match. Give this man a drink. Beautiful. Oh. So, with that, you win the Beerlifics Drink Cathalon officially. The paddle puppies are like pissed at you, but also fucking want to be you. They think you rule, which sucks for them. They all kind of like try to talk to you during like the uh, after party, like, you know, shuffle up shyly. You won Alanis's drinking boot, which is infinitely refilling can never be broken no matter how hard you smash it. And that's where we'll end our summer. Dave, eat oh. it. You gotta eat it, Dave. <laughs> all right, all right. I've already had a lot of glass though, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave's gonna have to shit it out. Fuck off. Oh no. I gotta shoot the boot. This is the only way we could have messed Mavis, up. Uh buries his necklace in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my Woo. god. Oh, what a fucking ending. I can't believe yeah. you got a nat 20. That was nuts. Tell the yes, fucking story, man. They Just really like do. Summer, I'm really sad this is over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Great. So we will talk about this more on the short rest at our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash N-A-D-D-P-O-D. <gasps> Don't, Don't sing. Don't sing. singing. But you know we're not going to sing We Are. We are. We're going to sing Bon Frères and we're here to send oh, it. Oh, yeah. Got it. Absolutely. <laughs> Zach Oyama, our amazing guest, what what would you like to plug? Gosh, I don't know. Uh, go, you know, go vote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. sure. That's good. I just want to say that. Uh, thanks so much for having me. It's been such a blast. It's uh, truly such a joy. Thank you, Zach, for coming on. It was such a blast to get to, you know, uh, do more Maverick stuff. And Oh, man, anytime. It was so fun. We yeah. had to send it. <laughs> you had to send it. <laughs> you truly sent it. Uh, and uh, does anyone else have anything that they'd like to plug? Yeah, me and Caldwell are on Hello from the Magic Tavern this Ooh, week. Yeah. I think right. this upcoming week. So not uh, not this week, but next week. So uh, check on uh, their feed. Uh, very funny show. Uh, me and Caldwell had a lot of fun. Uh, I won't spoil what we played, but we play uh, a funny little duo. So we hope you it's check that out and you enjoy it. Very stupid. I can't wait for you to hear it. And of course, you can tweet about the show using hashtag N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We're the Bond Frayers and it's time to We're the Bond Frayers and it's time to We're the Bond Frayers and it's time 
It's the end of the show, everybody, and that means I need to shout out our benevolent council of elders, starting with Brad D., Jeffrey S., Haldor Frostback, Steelbreaker, Matt M., and Jordan DJ., five doppel rats that were successfully cloned by Renifer. They're all perfect duplicates of the original rat, except for Jordan, who for some reason looks exactly like Remy from Ratatouille. Cutter W, Jibe G, Zolodolo, Dylan B, and Schubert the Mushroom, Salty, Peaks, Paramedics who helped resuscitate Carl and the other victims of Project Gemini. They're actually famous across Bohemia and the party plane for inventing a spell that pumps your stomach by transforming it into a bag of holding. Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Andrew M, Beardman Dan, Chris R, and Scott D, Renifer's pet slugs. They didn't show up in the battle, though, because she just loves them too dang much. Danny P, Elena C, Mixologist Michael McD, Balnor's Boy, Clerics in the newly formed Church of the Wachowskis. Their spell casting focus is a copy of the Animatrix, and they cast spells by getting absolutely blazed and watching Speed Racer on Blu-ray. Andrew B, Justin I, TGM the Gnome Barbarian, Kaylee E, and Elena M, a team of jacked fitness wizards who get swole by creating simulacrums and using them as spotters while they do the bench press. Trele the Crayfe, Jared E, Christopher B, Austin, Bonesaw MR, and Demuel R, Hungry Dave's basketball team. That's right, Hungry Dave has too many social obligations and is currently missing the semifinals. Come on, Dave, they sent you like three texts about it. Jordan L, cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, Gage M, Skokilla, Destin C, and Richard X Machina, the Carpenters who crafted the Bon Frere's tandem swan boat. Initially, they were going to make it a Cavalbird boat, but everyone who drove it kept capsizing after getting distracted by its beautiful face. Michael L, Kelvin Noodles, Sergio Salazar, Solomon, Zacharias de Sequani, Trash the Traveler, and Jory S, a couple people who were hanging out, saw how much fun the clones were having, and joined up and started cheering for the Bon Frères. Now that's Bon Frère behavior. Dana G, Caleb L, Ryan, Jack L, and Flawless Whale, the wild hippophins that took in and cared for Petrie's hippophins when they were lost in the mist. Taught them how to hunt and everything. It will be hard to go back to a paddle sport pier after that. Temporal, Sam L, Nicholas C, Reese, NS, Samuel B, and Mike H, the Salty Peak Seamstress who took Tread's fashion statement and ran with it. Distressed rompers are all the rage this fall. Matthew E, Colton B, Adam G, Mateo C, and Eric B, a Beer Olympics drink athlon team that dropped out of the competition to protest the unfair, biased octopus judges. Panama James, Adrian the Halfling Bard, John HN, Anime Intellect, and Dan, the disc golf players who united to start Frisban, an organization to promote the fact that they're not called Frisbees, they're called discs. Nikki W, Grace G, Drew Nasty, Cece Lulu, and Jay, the shooting range where the octopus trains to be able to fire starting pistols. We didn't have time to talk about it, but that octopus takes an annual class on gun safety and follows all the rules religiously. Barnesinator, Douglas A, Michelle O, Luke H, Aiden RH, and Ritterin, the organizers of the Paddle Parade, the celebratory promenade that marches the 50 feet of the Salty Peaks boardwalk to celebrate Paddle Puppy victories. After getting annihilated by the Bon Frères, it will be more of a solemn procession than a parade. Timmy R, Lucas B, Aaron S, Kevin M, and Austin C, five clones who escaped the lab so they could experience the world anew. Unfortunately, they were exposed to the Bon Frères too early, and now they're a crew of toxic friends who razz each other endlessly. 
Devin W, New York, Steven C, KJ, and Michael M, a team of glyph contractors who enchanted Renifer's evil lair. They even got rid of a wall and created an open floor plan. Wow. Raul N, Mike K, Maxwell C, Nick L, and Karen T, the other kids in detention with the Bonfrères. They tattled on the tattletale and were also punished for tattling. Ekathor666, Shane B, Justin Raccoon, Nick W, and Michael C, a crew of dragonborn jocks who were all lit on fire by Dave's flaming frisbee. Luckily, they were all red dragons, so no harm, no foul. Robert F, Esmeam, Nathan, Casimir the All-Knowing, Big Bad Beardo the Mad, and Eric McD, glowing rabbits who eat glowing carrots. It's super cute. The magic carrots allow them to see in complete darkness so they can hunt human prey when they're alone at night. Oh my. Burly T, Axel A, The Red Rain, Christian A, and Jade Dragonborn, a third team in the Beer Olympics that did so poorly they weren't even included in the broadcast. Their chugging dude threw up at the first sip, their brewer poisoned the octopus, their song was just a snow patrol cover, and they missed every beer pong throw by a minimum of seven feet. That's arguably impressive. Jonathan O, The Sandrian, Grant, Ben A, Feldonis, and Dave H, the original crew of the briny tandem swan boat. Rival pirates feared the sound of four feet pedaling and shat themselves at the sight of any giant bird. Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Keith K, and Brittany B, classmates of the Bonfrères who witnessed the insane incident that brought them together. Everyone agrees Tread cried a lot and the Frisbees belong to Mavericks. Hannah W, Kyle H, Emilio D, Frankie Koala, Big Bad John, and Cody C, a bunch of beer sommeliers who tried Max Brew after he lost and agreed the octopus was a corrupt and compromised judge. Thank you, I agree. Aston S, Blair, the Bug Blair Barbarian, Pork Chop, Chanel M, and Depressed Demon Hunter, the team of plumbers it took to fix the toilet at the clam dunk after Hungry Dave pissed molten glass into it and it hardened in the pipes. Alice, Finn C, Minette F, Pat L, and Lauren H, the bandits who made out with Carl's aunt's entire beach house. They kind of regret not taking the couch skirt, but have no second thoughts whatsoever about leaving the necklace. Janina E, Maddie Y, Joe T, the eldest Barry, and Ryan S, the powder puppies, basically the ski slope paddle puppies who are awaiting the Bonfrères ready to take them on in a ski style winter beer Olympics. The Bone Duster, Nathan J, Joshua H, Robot, CRSP, and Idrisil, a group of beautiful nude clones who just learned the Macarena and are dancing to it nonstop from atop the giant swan boats. It's majestic as hell. Matthew K, Brentley, Tristan V, Damar B, and Micah B, Cavill and Stiegel's wedding party. That's right, these two winged lovebirds are tying the knot. Congratulations, you sexy beasts. Uh, that's all for this week, everybody. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers, uh, all of our listeners, and of course, our benevolent Council of Elders. You can head on over to patreon.com slash nadpod to listen to our after show. We'll catch you all next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast. 